now recording. Jesus gets me every time. <laughs> Hello, Craig. Craig is, he, is here. He's there to keep the minutes. We'll go ahead and... Um... So, you guys have uh, uh, made your way back to Tala's tattoo parlor. You have uh, talked sort of privately amongst yourselves. You've filled in um, Lavender on what you have found. Tala and Vidal are sort of sitting quietly at the table, sipping some tea, kind of waiting for your play. What do you do? I uh, also found this additional, uh, as as I just said a moment ago there, uh, Rose, but I found this additional symbol. I left it in the uh, bartender's room. How hard would it be to make more of these if this is some kind of, uh, you know, symbol that you're part of their group, just in case we need them? And I'll hold out the, uh, there was the ring that was like six rings interlocking. I could easily replicate that in an hour. Uh, Does anyone else think it would be useful? Maybe, I mean, I can magically produce one for 12 seconds at a time. Joel just chuckles and like, you know, twirls her fingers, summons a little, you know. She's got her digitation too, so she's good. So that means we have one, two, three virtually, uh, and then there's five of us, right? So we only need one more if we need any at all. Go on with the symbol? Uh, the implication on the symbol was that we found it tucked underneath, like, the special room in the bar, and then I also found another one uh, tucked in the room of the barkeep, and we're kind of connecting the dots that it might be some kind of symbol for this group, this revolutionary group, uh, possibly. that That's the implication. We don't know for sure. Um... Well, uh, what time of day is it? I'll take a look outside, roughly. It is late. It is uh, well past sundown. I would say in the early morning hours, maybe like 12. Um, yeah, I think that's a good good place to call it. Sorry, my phone went off. Let me turn it off. So it is evening still. Quite late slash early morning. Uh, no, I guess, Rosebud, we maybe don't want to do that right now, timing-wise. Um, very well. We should definitely hurry, though. It, this seems like the perfect time for them to have this meeting, these late hours in the dark. Yes, if they're having the meeting now, we don't want to miss them. Just past the witching hour, as they call it in Modenado, yes. Uh, I'll gather whatever resources we need and uh, head out with everyone. We got mm-hmm. Oma, um, did she say anything last game that I remember? No, she was no. just flirting with that um, <laughs> pit fighter, and she was she was going to discuss the mirror with uh, yeah. with uh, Rosebud, but that's obviously on, that's that later. Be downtime, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, let's head so out then. A place to be and a thing to do. Okay. Uh, Tala, the lumber yard carefully. <laughs> Tala looks at you all and she asks, "Do you know where the lumber yard is?" We all look at each other. No. <laughs> point, actually. I assumed Get Get was so forward about what we were doing. I assumed he knew where it was. I thought we looked at a town map at one point, but maybe not. Um, no. <laughs> uh, Vidal uh, says, um, I know that I'm not of the area, but we have ways to get guides. Perhaps we can purchase one if we need to. I mean... He sort of shrugs. It is an old lumber mill. Those places are rather large. If we want to maybe try and find it on our own, I I can't imagine it being too difficult. At minimum, Videl, I think that uh, hiring a guide for directions would make sense. Uh, even Tala, do you know... Uh, wait, what's our, what's, where are we physically? Did we discuss this entire plan in front of Tala? Or was that uh, that's up to you. I mean, would you have liked to discuss this in front of Tala? Probably not. She might okay. be of like mind. Sure. <laughs> so uh, we'll definitely say that uh, that That whole about, thing like, with Tala was maybe... opinions about the situation going on. Um, sure. With Modernado and... You mean with, with Modernado? You don't know anything that's going on in Modernado. Oh, no, no. Uh, where we are now? With Lagoot? With where you guys yeah. are now? Yeah. Like the Galician invasion and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, uh, go ahead and roll a persuasion check for me, or a general charisma, to maybe just sort of see how she warms up to you. I'm going to go with persuasion, if that's okay. That's fine. Yeah, because I, I imagine that you're sort of framing it into attempting oh. to see how she uh, reacts. Yeah. I love uh, how charismatic this entire party is. <laughs> um, with a 10. Um, she opens up to you a little bit. She doesn't really speak out of turn. She mentions having some personal losses during the war, but she also mentions rather quickly that that is not a, an uncommon occurrence. Um, okay. She is hesitant to outright lambast the government, but she certainly is vocal about not liking the idea of... of giving away the op- most of the opportunities for governorship to loyal shimmering islanders Fair. islanders who find themselves um willing who, who are more than willing to work alongside the government but she doesn't give you uh, an opinion on whether or not she is in favor of just toppling the whole thing and starting over. Okay. So, just yeah. on a scale of 1 to 10, how likely are you to take over the government? <laughs> <laughs> Got yeah. flashbacks to that uh, one-shot. Viva la revolution? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we lost Pedro for a second there. Oh. Pedro, no! Everyone, plot. Uh, overturn oh, oh, the government. Oh, oh, wait. No. Okay, what, what, no, what, never what? mind. What? <laughs> we love Galicia. Am I bad back? You're back. Yeah, did you miss anything? We were just complaining about I have about no idea. Them. My Discord, like, restarted. Okay, uh, essentially we were just laughing about how she wasn't going to tell us on a 1 to 10 scale of how likely she is to overturn the government, and that, that's basically where you lost us. Uh, um, I mean, you, you get the idea that she's very old. <laughs> uh, you have to remember, she's very old. Um, so away. <laughs> she, she's probably not, it's, it's probably a safe bet to air that she's probably not going to do anything herself, but maybe she's open to the idea of change, you know? She also, put, to put it into perspective, she told you guys about the Volcano's Fury. If she didn't, if she was, you know, you get the notion that if she was part of the revolutionary thing... Sure. That she wouldn't have mentioned it at all. That is actually a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. So take that uh, what you will, Lavender. I know that was a very long-winded answer, but I am long-winded in my answers. Just curious. Uh, yes. So snap back to um, talking to uh, Vidal here. Uh, have you ever seen any local guides, uh, or do you know of anywhere? We could always check with uh, Tala inside, because I'm assuming we're outside the building now, talking sort of in private, um, if there is a lumber yard nearby. Um, I know that a lot of that stuff uh, can probably be found at, uh, I, I mean, truth be told, it is late. You know, I... I don't know if necessarily anyone would be up. Well, let's maybe like... use the resources we have here then. Just to Tala yes. seems quite knowledgeable of the area. My my uh my suggestion is either we approach Tala, let her in on our little plan, or perhaps go back to the Jaguar Shadow and see if they have any guides in house. How? Go and just attempt to find the location. We don't necessarily need to let Tala in, which would be a simple thing to say we had some business there tomorrow. I mean, do we need to mention anything in specifics? We can just ask if about lumber yards in the local area and be vague about it. Yep, uh, especially with the blockade coming in. It might be something that... Uh, will be in short supply soon if that's another thing that they're looking for and we could maybe need some for wherever our next travels are going. I think as long as we keep it vague, we should just ask her. Sounds good. And the longer we stand around debating this, the sooner they're likely to leave wherever they're at. Agreed. In this case, we should hurry. Sounds good. Uh, so I'll turn tail and head back into Tala's shop if it hasn't been too long. Um, or Duel will go with him like an attempt to soften up Tala and like try to get her to tell us to... You know Geth's going to ask fairly direct questions so you might want to stop me if that's not what you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, also during this uh, Rosebud, because he's seen Lavender again, he's going to try to sneakily take off the 
foot wraps, like sort of go around the corner and take off the foot wraps so that while he's around Lavender, Lavender won't notice. <laughs> okay. Sleight of hand. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. That's up to you, Josh. I mean, you said you were going around the corner, so I'm not going to make it. Uh, but if you want to do a sleight of hand. Well, <laughs> oh, he's actively exactly All like, right. mm. <laughs> I'm going to look over Rosebud every time I come here. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Negative one. That's hilarious. <laughs> Nothing happens. <laughs> All right. I'll so. leave them in a dumpster or something. Not a dumpster, <laughs> <like> a garbage. <laughs> I don't want to so, get caught. Geth <laughs> uh, and Jewel, you approach Tala. She's cleaning up. She's sort of wiping off some of the blood on the mat. Uh, you know, cleaning her instruments. Sounds good. I will uh, hail her and say, uh, Tala, uh, terribly sorry to bother you once more. Uh, we'll probably be returning here sometime later uh, tomorrow, if I understood. Uh, Lavender was still looking for his other arm, and we are very gracious for uh, for all the time you spent. Um, as part of our travels uh, and just in dealing with the... Uh, Shadow Jaguar, is that the name of the faction? I keep forgetting. Jaguar Shadow. Jaguar Shadow. And in dealing with the Jaguar Shower, they were in search of some lumber, and um, we heard tale of uh, some kind of workyard close by. Do you happen to know where that is uh, in the town? Roll a deception check. Sounds good. I think... Oh no, that's intimidation that my peers. I mean, yeah. you can certainly intimidate her if you want. No, I was just leaving real close. Don't double, ask questions. Don't I ask was questions. Just double checking what. Uh, Where's the wood, lady? <laughs> Disadvantage on persuasion, not deception. Okay. Yeah. So this is deception. Deception and normal roll. I'll give you a plus two to my. Oh, I'm going to do, uh, uh, with a nine. One second. One second. Boop. Magical Let me guidance. Just, uh, just drain a sorcery point there. One second. All right. <laughs> just in the background, Rosebud's like next to Lavender. It's a good thing he went in. Now we don't have to worry about anything. She'll never catch on. <laughs> That's better. Sixteen total if we're counting the half bonus from um, Jewel. Sure. Sixteen total. Uh, yeah. She. Um, you get the notion that she. Doesn't seem uh, confused uh, by the uh, idea. She says, oh, yes, uh, the jaguar shadow um, perhaps would be needing the lumber to build some ships. That seems likely. Um, There is an old lumber mill um, not too far from town. It's just off the path of the main road out of town, uh, about a mile um, past. You'll see a split in the road. Um, you want to take the leftern path. Go left. Um, now it's, it's a retired lumber mill. It hasn't been used for many years, so the path will be unkempt. Um, so you'll need to pay attention if you want to stay on it. But So that was about a mile out of town. Take the left path after you find a branch. Uh, yes, there will be a split, and um, I i don't know if you'll find any lumber there, but it's a good place to start. 
at Unless minimum, there may be some shield. tools for it. Yes, I am. I'm sure that. Uh, I'm sure the Jaguar Shadow has their own tools, though, don't they? They do, Looks but it's, uh, it's you. but uh, I believe that they always could use uh, some more. And if there's a full setup there, it could only take a day to do what you know ha- simple hand tools could do in you know three or four it would be quite productive um i really appreciate it there uh tala and we will probably meet again all right she uh sort of shouts out the the open door at lavender and she says uh get some get some sleep and i'll see you here in the morning we've got a lot of work to do thank you tala i will do and i definitely appreciate everything you've done me so far. Beautiful. Yes, I am quite good at my job. And she sort of like, you know, like blows on her fingers a little bit and rubs rubs it in, you know, like she's making that sort of stereotypical I'm a hotshot kind of <laughs> hand gesture. Hand <laughs> bang uh, fingers guns. <laughs> we'll, we'll take our leave there. What are finger guns in a world without guns? Mm. Finger crossbows. Finger crossbows. Finger harpoons. Finger of death. Fingers of death. I would think a finger crossbow would be like, you make like the finger guns, but then maybe put them together, like Spider-Man, you know, <laughs> and then like turn them over in sort of the general shape of a crossbow. Oh, I got it. So you make like the hang 10 sign with the pinkies out and the thumb out, mm-hmm. and then you and then you put them together. And so your two pinkies are touching... And then your thumbs make the bow of a crossbow. And then your pinkies make the crossbow. Bolt. It works. I'm trying to do this and I can't. Yeah, me too. I'm having trouble. <laughs> so, well, you know, so your palms are out. Palm out. Okay. Yeah. You know, holding it right in front of you. I'm doing this right Do now. the hang 10 sign. So your okay. pinky up and your thumb up. Okay. And you look like Spider-Man essentially right now. Okay. Uh, and then you just put them together, right? And your pinkies are touching. And it makes the general your shape. Your palms are facing up. Your, right? Yeah, your, yeah, your palms are facing up. So it's not like you're it's not like you're looking at your fingernails, you know what I'm saying? It's not like you're holding your hand out just straight out. This will this will require further deli- <laughs> deliberation later. <laughs> wow, alright, I'm sorry. I'm not good at I guess I'm not very good at explaining things, I apologize. <laughs> oh. Anyways. Uh-huh. You uh you take your leave. Um, All right. You guys head right there, or yeah. Well, we, gotta, uh, we kind of got to get there to try to catch people's. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Possibly over here. So I suppose if they said a mile out of town, we'll use haste for the first little bit, like not literal I, the spell, but I assume by the way that I would have to uh, blow through another aid spell at this point because it's been more than eight hours. Oh, and we... likewise for my magical. Uh, for my uh, mage armor, so I'll mark that off. Yeah, so I'll put, I will put it on the usual three frontliners: uh, Jewel, Lavender, and Oma. Sure. Max ten, plus ten max health. Sounds good. Uh, mark that off your your mana use. Yep, I'm at half mana, by the way, guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, in preparation, I'm going to burn a spell slot for some sorcery points uh, to okay. replenish. So, yeah, marking that off. Um, 
So on the way there, uh, I'll just sort of say over to Lavender. So um, was the pain great with your with your arms? Uh, it looks quite fresh still. Is it going to be okay if it uh, if you get in a bit of a scrape? As you're muted. Um, <laughs> Pedro, I'm assuming it hurts. I don't know. If- did, did I take any damage, or is it like... No, no, you didn't take any damage. You're just sore. Oh, it felt. Oh. It, it just felt like you, you know, moved your arm up and down in a circle for an hour. That kind of soreness. Definitely sore, but uh, it's a good thing I don't actually use my hands to fight, yes? <laughs> <laughs> I, I whispered a tulip. Did he cry during... Oh yes, he cried. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, no. Tulip said, "No, no, he was he was very strong. You have great champions, very strong champions, Papa." Rosebud looks over at Lavender proudly. <laughs> no, I, I cried. <laughs> <laughs> Tulip, Tulip definitely lied. He lied uh, to you. I, I believe him completely. <laughs> he doesn't want you to to think that you've made a, a wrong call. With your champions, but you know what? There's nothing wrong with a man crying. That's no, about as masculine as it gets. So you know there what? You Tulip says it. Right. Tulip says yes. He cried. He cried manly tears of manliness, and it was beautiful. Right. And we wept together, Papa. Rosebud. We still wept turns together over and looks proudly. <laughs> <laughs> nothing changes. He's proud of his champions. Damn it! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we wept together in the celebration of what could be, Papa, and it was beautiful. <laughs> My familiar is so poetic. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. We don't know what realm uh, he was originally from, do we? Yeah, he's from a Shakespearean realm. Yeah, Shakespearean (laughs) realm. Uh, Yeah, so setting out, I suppose, unless the party disagrees, um, everyone, we should probably take caution when we get closer. um, As I believe none of us require a light source that does give us aid. Except for, I guess, Val- Vadal. He's a human, right? Yes, Vadal. He is working in the dark. Uh, he doesn't have a torch up um, right now. He How's the moonlight? Made a, there's a, it's a little bit of moonlight. Low How, visibility uh, for sure. He's definitely what, practically blind. What kind of armor was he wearing again? Uh, just some traditional chain mail. Okay. All right, uh, Rosebud will uh, take his hand and say, just stay near me. We will hold up the rear. And he'll just hold his hand and sort of guide him. He takes it gingerly. Vidal, do you recall if this revolutionary uh, Izagani, were they human? Yes, they they were human. Izagani and his is uh, about as human as they come. Okay, so that gives us a bit of an advantage if we can put out the lights uh, for most of us, minus yourself. If it comes to that. Uh, and I suppose we'll want to sneak in everyone? Yes. Uh, if we see anyone? Would work, I suppose. Well, I'll have to stay further in the back, of course. And just to, like, explain, I just sort of bounce up and down, <laughs> jingling and jangling. Uh, 
that's because you get disadvantage on stealth, right? I have disadvantage on stealth. Also, I suck at... I have terrible decks. So just don't expect me to ever sneak. <laughs> okay, because uh, one of the features I have specifically, this guy, helps with that. Well, we which... could do that, but then we'd probably want to leave Vidal behind because he's also got chainmail. Yeah, we'll see. I can do it more than once. Wait, doesn't Oma also have chainmail? I think has like half plate, right? Let me check. Also jingly jangly. Yeah, um, she has chainmail. Okay. So yeah, she would also get disadvantage on stealth checks, correct? Right, that that way. Works. Yeah. yeah. Alright, uh, so that's already too many people to try to cover with your... I have three uses in a day. I know, but we don't want to blow them before eh, we have to. Maybe. <laughs> it's up to you, obviously. It's your it's your skill, but... Uh, regardless, I, I just we can do a little bit of scouting with Squeaks uh, when caught. Squeaks will scout, and Duel uh, will probably range way ahead of the party. He'll be okay. there with their forward scout. So You got it. I'll go uh, maybe 20 feet ahead of the party, and then however far with the uh, jewels can run. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll sing as uh, Squeaks is ahead of the party, and then Jewel is sort of a little bit behind, but a little bit further away. I'll send uh, Tulip to be with Jewel, just so that I don't have to message her every 10 seconds, <laughs> just in case yeah. we break line of sight. Cool, cool, cool. Tulip can let me know. Tulip is sort of nestled, you know, in one of your pouches. She's good to go. She's got little uh, aviator goggles on. <laughs> Gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> aviator goggles for an eyeless rat. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the more creepy. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. all right. So, I guess I get to go into my descriptions now, don't I? <laughs> We're on the road. You guys are making our way sneakily again. when we think we're getting close. Alright, so I won't make you do stealth checks yet. Yeah. So. The road to the old lumber mill is a straight cut through heavy vegetation. The trail itself has fallen into unkemptness, but the touch of man still lingers as the shrubs are lower than their neighbors, and you could see the dirt and patches of grass. The smell of the ocean slowly fades as the unwelcoming smell of swamp assaults your noses. It's a few miles down country in the last warm days of summer. I realize now this music is a little bit too much for this <laughs> oh description. Holy shit, what are we going to do? Sorry, I couldn't pause this. This is... Uh, fear! Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, a few down, it's a few miles down country in the last warm days of summer. You sweat, your clothes stick to you, you can feel the sun, nope, alright, I obviously wrote that, expecting a daytime venture, uh, you can feel the <laughs> hot air sapping your energy as fog rises from the shallow glades and suffocates the air in rolling cotton. The swamp is very much alive around you. Jewel, you see a possum scurry across the road. Five little balls atop a mother's back. One day, tumble onto the floor, and the whole train stops. 
to ensure that it is safe. The mother possum looks at you, unblinking, then scoops up her child and runs into the tall grass. Tulip looks at you and says, We must kill it. Kill it, Jewel. Kill it. It's very evil. <laughs> Jewel just, like, looks at him. No, we gotta stay quiet. <laughs> oh, okay. Of course, Jewel. Of course, my champion of champions. You heard uh, it here first, folks. Jewel can understand, Tulip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're it's playing fast and loose with those rules. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Squeak, 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 squeak. That's all you heard. Jules probably just like, shh, and like, you know, wraps a hand around his mouth for a moment. You're trying to be sneaky. So, <clears throat> Jules, uh, you see this before everyone else. Um, but it, uh, I'm assuming that the others will eventually see it, so I'm going to treat it like you all see it now. The old lumber mill does come into view. In a break in the clouds, there is moonlight. Because I want to describe this and I need to be able to make it have, make sense. Moonlight shining down. Amid a menagerie of burnt, the lumber mill Waits silently. All stare down at you with black eyes and blacker feathers. Green like monsters behind closet doors. They bicker and caw in the sorting yard. Oh, now it's time for music. Hold on. Older than the wind playing its tune through the mangroves that surround this place. Louder than the wind drumming against tattered window sills on oak walls 30 feet high. The birds flock above the lumber mill's slanted roof, sweeping in and out of pockets of broken through ceiling and disappearing into the dark. They flock onto the decrepit wall that once lined the edges of this economic engine of Lagoot. Hold and crumbled in more places than not. The wall, a simple memory, rather than any sort of functional piece of, of equipment. The birds hang off a well in the middle of the sorting yard. Its swinging bucket waves back and forth on a moldy hemp rope. They peck at the ground of what looks to be of, of what looks to once be a garden. Stick rods with old signs lean like the tired and the infirm in the wet earth, hanging words like Malungay and Ampalaya in nothing but weeds. The old lumber mill is tall and casts a long shadow, but it is here. It welcomes you with a sagging smile. What do you do? Um, if Jewel mentions it to Squeaks and sort of translates and Squeaks sorry not Squeaks, Tulip, god so many familiars uh, and Tulip lets me know I will cast uh, Water Walk on everyone near me just as there is like a more swampish area around just to be safe uh, I won't be able to get Jewel though yep. uh, Jewel as you are like 100, 120 feet 
before the party. Um, I'm assuming, you know, you have sort of the... You're the front man on this. Are you waiting for them, or what? So she's probably using Tulip to, like, relay of what she's seeing really quietly. And because she's assuming that um, Tulip and uh, Rosebud are in connection. And mm-hmm. she's going to send uh, Squeaks forward and have him, like, fly in close to this thing. See, are there open doors, open windows? Is it, like, a high lofted roof with anything broken? Basically, she's going to try and use him to, like, scout out where these people are if they're still there. Yeah, make a perception for me. Okay, does he get advantage? Uh, with, uh, with echolocation, his, uh... right? Yep. So, sure. Okay, 15. Okay. Uh, your, uh, familiar sort of swoops past, uh, the well and swoops past the garden and swoops over the ceiling of the old lumber mill. Um, the windows are, for the most part, closed, uh, and there are holes in the ceiling. Squeaks when caught, uh, perches among the birds. It's very loud, um... There's just a near constant cawing by the by the scores and scores of birds. Uh, and looks in on an empty uh, room. Um, there doesn't seem to be anyone inside. Uh, the but I guess I guess I will just go ahead and try and figure out how I can describe this. Um, I'm just gonna... Squeaks goes in. Comes in low. Plants itself on one of the uh, actual... Uh, it, it uh, On the railing of a second-story banister. <laughs> the... What Squeaks sees is uh, large front doors um, and a dilapidated interior... Um, there are cobwebs in the corners of this large square room, uh, and there's dust among kicked around debris that seems to be decaying. There is a faint smell of mold and bird shit, as that is apparent in this room. Uh, and he squeaks, hears the prowling of the crows uh, along the ceiling beams above him. The walls are bare and unassuming, uh, but right there in the center of the room is an elevated platform that holds the head ring, head rig, uh, with a massive metal blade that sits unattended, uh, slowly rusting. Wooden clamps are screwed into the air, waiting to be of use once more. Squeaks sort of flocks over and sees that there's a co- the, to the left uh, is a corridor. Um, and straight ahead... See, I'm trying to... I wrote this description from the perspective of the front doors. So you'll have to forgive me if, if my directions are, are, are a little off. Yeah. So... Uh, forgive and just 
to be clear, Jewel probably found a safe place like behind a tree outside the lumber mill, and she probably has closed her eyes and is using her like view through Squeak's eyes option right now. So, are you saying you would like to stealth? You are hiding yourself, your body. You're hiding yeah. yourself, so yeah, she'll hide. why don't you go ahead and make a, a stealth check for me? And this is specifically for her while she's hiding in whatever tree location? Mm-hmm. Okay, Agreed. 11. Okay. Yeah, so you do your best to sort of find a large tree and, and squat low and, and try and be as inconspicuous as possible. Um, so, so from- she's like blind and deaf to her own senses while sure. she's walking, watching through Squeeze. But probably at one point she like stood up or like moved or something, not realizing she was like, you know, basically giving away where she was. And she's like in Squeeze. You know how like when you're watching a video, sometimes you'll be like leaning forward or like, you know. No, that, that's what's, you know, she, she's just like moving out of her unintentionally as she's trying to get a better view through Squeak's eyes. Mm-hmm. So, the short end of it is there's a corridor on the left, there's a corridor straight ahead of the front door, there's a, so, excuse me, there's uh, there's a corridor on the left side of the main entrance room, there's a corridor straight ahead of the main entrance room, on the eastern wall is a staircase that leads up to a balcony that overlooks the entrance room, and then under the stair, at the north end of the hall, is a final corridor that leads to a dead end. Um, but all these hallways have closed doors. Oh. Oh, so he's gonna fly over to one of the doors and see if he can hear anything? Uh, make it. a... Um... Which corridor do you pick? Uh, he'll just work his way... Probably starting from the north. You want me, you want to take a look at every single door? Uh, he'll probably start. She's kind of waiting for the others to catch up, so she's gonna give Squeaks like minutes, and she's gonna jump out of her view to update the others on what. Okay, so go ahead and um, give me another perception check. Um. Does this one go with advantage? Because it's not necessarily using echolocation. It's just listening. Okay. Either way, up to you. I don't know. I'm going to table it because it's trying to be quiet to listen to something as opposed to like trying to find its way around a around a room. And your, sounds, your, yeah, yeah, your advantage, one. correct me if I'm wrong, but your advantage is only when you use echolocation, right? Uh, the so. bat has advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on hearing. Oh, on hearing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Uh, okay. So then I would say, thing. right. Yeah. So then I would say that you would get the advantage. So then that's a thirteen instead of a nine. Awesome. Okay. Um. All right. <clears throat> You uh, go to the left corridor and you settle in and you hear a little bit of, you hear a little bit of skittering on the inside, a little bit of movement. 
You can't quite tell what it is, though. No obvious, like, murmurs, talking, chanting, anything no, suspicious like that? No, nothing like that. It sounds like okay. maybe just there's some slight shuffling of, of, of feet. Okay. She'll probably this have is, this is on This is on the, the farthest room of the leftern corridor. You're really making me work with squeaks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Alright. This problem with familiars. They yeah. use scouts. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's cinnamon all over again, but with less fatality. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say there's a reason that all the doors are closed. <laughs> okay, later we can train squeaks to open doors. Open doors, yeah, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> Clever girl. Clever girl. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> so. Uh, I would say at this time, the rest of the group does catch up to you. Will pop out of Squeak's vision and uh, look at the group and just kind of relay what she's seen. Are so well, you know, it's kind of blocked off now, so I'm not sure if we should uh, head on in and uh, do what we can see. But I don't think that I'm gonna get much more from Squeak's just because he can't really access the area. Sorry, I'm just looking at what you're making there. Right. Sorry. Uh, so if we're all caught up. Um, uh, well, at this point, if you do not immediately oh, see any lights. Nice. That's not bad. Uh, the little map. <laughs> yeah, I have a little map that I'm working with here, but I don't have it on. I don't have it in the. Uh, I'm trying it out. I'm trying to see how a dungeon's going to work without a map. Sounds and good. I'm just, sounds good. I'm just freehand making a thing. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yes, uh, Jewel, if you do not see any light or hear any speaking, I suppose we could, uh, carefully go around. Did you happen to, uh, have squeaks go in the exterior of the building and sort of listen near any of the windows or look for light in the immediate area just to make sure there's when the description of meeting at the lumberyard, it doesn't necessarily mean in the lumberyard, so... Just is there anything in the area is sort of what I was thinking. Yeah. So, Pedro, did he see anything? Well, he was kind of looking around and, like, looking for ways to get in. I don't think he was too focused on anything on the outside. Uh, but that- I, yes. Uh, I will say he noticed a monkey. There was a monkey. Mm-hmm. He noticed a monkey hanging around one of the, one of the windows. Oh, dang. Okay, have a we'll relay that. Got symbols and a hat. And it dances. Oh. A little monocle. <laughs> <laughs> Very well, we can... We can go in, then. Just try our hand at... Well, first things first, are we... Are we going in to... Sort of kick the door down, or are we going to try to talk to these people? If they are there... Well, at this point, we do have the symbol. Uh, one of us could potentially infiltrate the group and see uh, seeming as a revolutionary, so we can make sure that we identify this uh, Isagani is there before we make a move. Um, otherwise, we might frighten them off. 
Are you? Uh, or we can. I, I know that you are, that you are the face of us. Yes, you have a very honeyed words. But I ask, have you ever tried to be a liar? <laughs> uh, no. Typically, I I go on the truth or what makes sense at the time. Um, at this point, we have a job to do. It is to apprehend a uh, Izagani. So whatever means necessary to get that done. I could go in there as... Well, I don't know if I should go in as a little lady or little orc lady. She kind of like shows herself now like she's just her old orc humans uh, are wary. Well, at this point, we don't even know if anyone's there, so we may want to uh, move in together anyway. Vidal nods. He says, I'll follow your lead. <coughs> Actually, Vidal, it might be best if we took the lead on this and you stayed out here just in case he recognizes you as you would recognize him if we want to take a social route that would cut off that opportunity yes. he nods he says I understand um, that is not such a bad idea especially considering what happened earlier tonight at the volcano's fury but also um, if we get stuck not saying that we're not capable, but, uh, you know, it was good to have a backup plan and backup help, yes? Especially so, if they're trying to flee. So perhaps, are you saying that if you are not back after a certain amount of time, I should leave for the Jaguars, see if I can find help? Bill kind of shrugs and then, like, holds up Tulip and, like, looks over at Rosebud, like, leave Tulip? Might we could be... leave Tulip. It's hmm. he doesn't get to come with me on many adventures lately. But yes, <laughs> we could leave Tulip. It would I almost will... make sense to leave Squeaks, though. I will leave this. I will leave this to. Uh, I kind of motion to Geth. Uh, uh, I leave this to you. Oh. Uh, I leave, I kind of motion to Geth. I leave this to you. Whatever you wish to do, I am behind you. Vadal, you should cover our exit and entry point. Uh, we will go in, we will look around, you stay by the entry, and if we call for you, you can uh, come provide any backup or run for help if we need it, whatever we call. Sure, sure, I will. Uh, I'll try and keep by this border, by this crumbling border wall here. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, will check the perimeter around uh, the area. Will you be all right in the dark? I know humans can't really see as well as the rest of us. He says, I will make do with what I can do. And uh, I won't light a torch just yet. I don't want you guys... I don't want to give away your... your uh, position or anything, so... And? I don't know about anybody else, but I'm picking up a lot of, like, 
feedback or like air or something coming from me. Like a, like no, a, I think it might like be a Josh. rubbing. It's me? Okay. It's coming from Josh. You might be a bit too close to your mic. Is that better? Okay. Yes. Okay. Better. Sorry about that. Okay. Sorry. I thought it was Deanne. I, I just, I couldn't figure out which thing was like lighting up at just the right time here. Who, you couldn't who figure out that? who the villain was. I could check it. Sorry. Heavy breathing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying not to cough. Did the thing. I, you'll hear me like. <laughs> uh, well, why don't we see if we can locate anyone? And as we have Vidal out here, uh, maybe with Squeaks, uh, out of character, how far can Squeaks get mental commands from you? What was the implication that we had? 100 feet. I think it's 100 feet. How far contact. is this wall from from the uh, entry of Love the building? Yeah. Uh, pretty large. Um, it's a sorting yard. So it needed Uh-oh. to be big enough to uh, house a bunch of lumber. And it has, like I said, there's a wall, there's a well there in the middle, um, and there's what looks to be a space for a garden. So there is uh, a healthy amount of distance. Uh, Vidal, in that case, just for what we mechanically have at our disposal, instead of scouting the perimeter by yourself, which I'm sure you're capable of, but I prefer keeping you a little closer, maybe just stay by the entry of the doorway for the mill. Uh, and that will be a little bit more accessible for everyone. Yes, I understand. Out here, he will uh, stay in the sky, and as long as he is in contact with me, he will leave you alone. But if he falls out of contact with us and we have any problems, he will come squeaking at you, and that will be your cue to leave, okay? Sure. I will do as you guys suggest and uh, hang around here, and I'll maybe wait... If you guys clear the front entrance room, maybe I'll wait here in the front entrance room. Certain then. Yes. Yes. And then if Tula, if if Squeaks comes and gets me, then I will I will flee. I'm just okay. kind of thinking Squeaks is going to stay at like the edge of the range of sure. staying in contact with Jewel, just depending on how far we have to move around this place. Okay. Squeaks but could just be outside the door, just above. How, how, many, how well, tall is my, this? Thing? My imagining of Squeaks is sort of like just slowly making lazy circles in the sky, right? Yeah. So that's kind of how I'm viewing Squeaks right now. Perfect. And unless we're going 100 feet underground, he's going to kind of circle over wherever we're hanging at the time. Sure. Um. Okay. Shall we make haste and proceed cautiously? Okay. Yes, indeed. Let's go. Yes. Jewel will uh, draw her blades. Actually, no, she's not going to draw her blades, but she does have her hand like resting on the hilt, and she's going to sneak her way I'm in. Like, <laughs> so, if you guys are going to sneak, then I would like you guys to make stealth checks. If I would that like is the to way sneak, you would like to sneak. And I will utilize my restore balance feature to give uh, Wes, uh, Wes, sorry, Wes is fine, to give Oma... <laughs> And uh, Rosebud uh, regular roll instead of disadvantage on stealth. Oh, okay. Also, yeah, I'm going to activate my. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to activate emboldening claw. <laughs> I immediately trip over a small root, and just clink and clank <laughs> as I roll. Oh. <laughs> you're, um, you're, who are you emboldening there, Wes? 
I guess I wouldn't have helped Josh anyways. But no, I, I would have I would have done Oma myself and uh, Jewel. I I kind of I kind of catch Rosebud as he's he's falling over and we're clanking together. <laughs> well, Rosebud, make a deck save for me. Oh, I'm great at those. It was a two, just in case that makes a difference. It wasn't a nat one. That was that one. <laughs> this is how I die by a root in the okay, everybody, everybody, hang on. This changes things. <laughs> you are doing your best to sneak as you approach. As you work your way through the uh, the sorting yard, everyone is uh, kind of slowly taking their time, uh, making an effort. Some better than others. Uh, cough, cough, lavender. Um, <laughs> well, with a 12, with an 11. So, anyways, um, you are, uh, but you are distracted, uh, Rosebud, because there are just so many birds. Uh, and you find yourself next to the well, Rosebud. Uh, and as you do, you slowly, uh, reach your arm out and you, uh, grab it. And Rosebud, the well, part of it uh, begins to shift uh, rather loudly. And you disrupt sort of the peace and calm of the calling birds that are around the well. Uh, And with it, there's a flurry and activity of movement. uh, And Rosebud, suddenly you find yourself uh, upside down as... The well that you were holding on to uh, has sort of detached itself from the rest of the well, and you begin to fall. You oh, and it's gonna, uh, if there's water at the end of this well, it's going to still count as a solid surface. Yes, uh, you fall around uh, thirty feet. Can Jewel try to catch Rosebud? I'm going to leave that up to. Rosebud. How? Rosebud? Nor- Normally I'd be all for getting my ass saved, but the fact that I got a nat one minus one makes me feel like... I think I, mechanically, Jewel would normally be in the front of the party anyway, so and Rosebud would be yeah. the back here, yeah. so she probably I, wouldn't be I, close I, enough. I probably would be the closest to you, because I would be trying to not jingle like you were. Maybe a high DC to try to save me? I don't know. It's up to you. You're the DM. I I feel like I messed up majorly, so there has to be consequences. Whether that's just the noise or falling all the way in the well. Well, Uh, If you would like to do it... I would like to save him, but I would put this out there. If I fail... I immediately You're going in the well too? Over. Yeah, I'll topple oh, on top yes. of them. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I like <laughs> this. Okay. But, hey, but only if Rosebud's okay with this. What oh, yeah, want, I'm good man? with that. Sure? I'm good with that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Double or nothing. All right. <laughs> Here we Double go, or nothing. Please, please not other net one. <laughs> I, guess I, should, I guess I should set the DC here. Uh, what would this be? Like a sleight of hand to try and grab him? Before it's like another athletics or acrobatics, athletics or acrobatics. Yeah, acrobatics. Yeah. I, I would say acrobatics because you're trying to like 
grab him as opposed to like I'm not falling. <laughs> right. It's more a thing about balance. I get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go ahead and roll an acrobatics check for me. I'll set the DC a little bit higher. Um, right. I'll set the DC at 16. May even be just a general dexterity saving throw. I don't know. No whammy. No whammy. Stop. Oh. Nope. Nope. I'm Eight. In. <laughs> she has an emboldening nope. bond. She does oh, have yeah. an emboldening bond, don't oh. you? Is I it for skill bonded. check? Yes, it's it's an Oman jewel. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so... That so you need to roll a three or a four. On a D4. Oh, here, 50% chance. On oh. a D4. All right. Oh! All right, you let the DC. Uh, Oma, you see uh, Rosebud as he slowly starts to sink. Uh, you see the brickwork, stone masonry, uh, dislodge itself, and in an instant, your training uh, kicks in, and you leap forward as Josh, or excuse me, as Rosebud just tumbles. Uh, downward, but you're able to just sort of grab onto both of his legs uh, and, and stop him, and you and feel I'm, the... Oh, go ahead. I, we're just making tons of, of, of you're noise. You're making tons metal, of noise. Yeah, metal's just clanging yeah. on each other, and you hear it go... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the birds are are swarming overhead. Uh, the, your, your metal is scraping against stone. You hear... Uh, Rosebud, do you sort of like scream as this is going oh, on? Oh yeah, Rosebud, you hear Rosebud startled yelp out. Scream. Um, I, uh, I give a I give a look at the whole party, and I just kind of like shrug my shoulders, like, "Oops, body." <laughs> uh, and <laughs> you just from him the, here in the well. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, and it takes a moment. You feel the rest of the well sort of starting to collapse under your combined weight, Oma. Um, and so you certainly, I'm gonna uh, try one back. Are quick about it. Yeah. We'll use telekinetic pull to help pull them back because <laughs> I can't. Uh, and Rosebud, as you're looking, you hear a chittering among the crows. Uh, more of a chirp rather than a bird's caw. Then the darkness opens his eyes. It opens a lot of eyes as bats unfurl their wings and bare their fangs. They fly out the slimy crevice-ridden walls that they call home and they try and attack you as you and Oma, as the two of you are <laughs> are are... are knelt over this well and Oma's like, I'm sorry but it's okay, I think we've got this and then there's just an eruption as like a score of bats I'm just, just gonna take like shoot out. It just face full of bats, my hair's a- going flying, flying back <laughs> That's right Um Go ahead and uh roll initiative well, I'm not going to make you roll initiative. Actually, yes, I am. Uh, but the bir- the bats are always going to go at the top of the round, and then because there's only it's a score of bats, it's like a swarm of bats, and then so the rest of you guys are going to. Uh... I thought the bats were supposed to be. I think Squeaks will just go on my turn. 
Sweet and kind. <laughs> You're nothing like squeaks. <laughs> also, did you add a tear momentarily there to get accident? <laughs> accident, sure. I was trying to click him for initiative, and I still had drawing stuff on. <laughs> well, <laughs> par for the course, I guess. Oh, we all got a surprisingly high initiative. Yeah, it's for kind of for bats. The creatures, is... <laughs> at the creatures are going at the top of the round. Like, oh, okay, come on. I'll, okay, okay, I'll roll. I'll roll for them. Okay. You, you guys got some good. You guys got some good initiatives. So not often we get that high of initiatives. I I will agree. I will. I will definitely. So let's see. So their decks. So it's just a regular decks plus a two, plus their decks mod. So let's see. They roll a 13, plus two decks puts him at 15. So let's go ahead and uh, add this guy to the turn order. Just think of him as bats. He rolled a 15. So, uh, Jewel. I put Jewel at 18.4 because she's got a plus 6 to her initiative. I, okay. I don't know why I didn't put point six, but I just know that she should go before Rosebud. Just oh, yeah. Out of minus one. All right, Jewel, you're up. So, first things first, Squeaks is going to squeak at these bats. And he's like, hey, stop that, stop that, go away. <laughs> he didn't mean to. They're sorry. Go away, go away. And yeah, be squeaking at them. Yeah, so uh, Squeaks uh, flies in very quickly um, and tries to his best. Uh, but what are you doing, Jewel? Well, I. She kind of like she's kind of curious to see how the bats react to Squeaks if they react to him at all. Um, hmm. Ah, uh, since there's so many of them, and their home seems to be greatly disturbed as the well is sort of collapsing in, they're in a panicked state, uh, and Jewel. Squeaks just doesn't seem to be able to get through to them. Okay. They, they seem aggressive. Like they, they seem like they're going to just attack everybody. Uh, you get that notion, yes. Okay. Um, she is going to pull out her Sunblade. And she's uh, going to... Correct me if I'm wrong. Sunblade gives out a light, right? A lot of light. Uh, only if she chooses to, if I'm not mistaken. She can choose oh, really? it. Okay. I just wanted to double check. I think she can choose... Let's look it up. Oh, no, you're right. Oh, it's okay. a bright light for 15 feet, dim light for another 15. Okay, so if, FYI, if you do pull out the Sunblade, you are going to give off a bright light. So it's up to you whether or not you would like to do that. So it's going to be kind of like... Um, I don't know. She'll, she's trying to be harsh. She's going to grab the short sword. I don't know. She's just gonna like to... splash at them, basically try to drive them away from Rosebud and Oma, who are probably like trying to get to their feet and stuff. Sure. What were you saying, Oma? It would be kind of like if if it was uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation when they turn all the lights on at the same time. It would just like you would hear the words "Hallelujah" as the light just pours out of there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, go ahead and um, make an attack. Uh, yes. Go ahead and roll damage. 
you as you swat these things. Uh, like I said, there like, are. I'm sorry, SWAT. <laughs> SWAT. Yeah, there are quite a few. Bur- um, there are quite a few um, of them. So it's not a matter of if you kill them; it's just a matter of like how many how you're many? killing. Uh, yeah, and so you cut through a couple. Is that your turn? I'm so sorry. I know this is your home. Me too. Rosebud, uh, Um, you are currently upside down. You are. Technically, yeah. My assumption is that she's sort of dumped you over the side. So you need to spend at least half your movement to get up. I will down the wall before the the well. Sorry, before the bats uh, um, came out. Being, it's completely reasonable if you said I was too panicked at the moment to, to notice. That's uh, totally you, fair. You did notice that there was. Well, what's your passive perception? Sixteen. I would say maybe you noticed a little bit of glittering pieces of of coin in the bottom of the well as to what it was. You don't know. Could be gold, could be copper, could be silver. You don't know. Nothing to prioritize in Rosebud's mind. Got it's it. up to you. <laughs> Alright. He's gonna try to scramble up as best he can and out. Okay. Oh, no, you're not in the well. Oh, okay. Then... Uh, you- Oma caught you, and she has... Okay. I would assume just... You're, you're on... You're, um... <clears throat> next to the well on the floor. Okay, uh, Rosebud is going to try to put some distance between himself and the bats. Okay, so you're going to take um, an attack of opportunity then. I'll take an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Okay. And then I want to use my uh, action after that to... Oof. I got a four on the dice. So. Yes. Uh, to try to, to to look around and see if we've... if anyone's taken notice of this loud, loud noises that have um, just came out. Make a perception check for me. While you're rolling, uh, should we roll in Vidal on the uh, turn order? Uh, oh! We... <laughs> oh okay. I only have two states of being okay. utter failure or complete <laughs> success. Uh, Josh. Or, excuse me, oof, Rosebud. So I'll just go ahead and roll for Vidal. We'll say he has a plus two to dexterity. He rolled a seven, so that would put him at nine. So that would... What's what's your dex, le- uh, Wes? Uh, my Sorry. Dex is plus, plus one. one. Plus one. So then he will go. He'll go before Lavender. Um. Cool, cool, cool. We'll just go ahead and put him out on the field. Wow, he's huge. Okay. Oh gosh, he's a giant. <laughs> he's a giant. Okay, add him to the turn order. Put him at like 9.2. Okay, Rosebud, Uh, you notice uh, the monkey. Uh, He is very curious as to what's going on. He sort of braced himself on the opposite, like on the opposite far end of of the old mill, um, watching you. Uh, You also notice... um, Coming out of the garden, 
there is two giant weasels coming out of their den. Uh, they have been made aware of your presence. And they are staring at you. Curiously. All of you. Do they oh, seem aggressive? <laughs> yeah, how big are these weasels? Uh, big for a weasel or page. giant never sense the word? Hold on. Let me pull these bad Are these up. some dire wolf-sized weasels? Giant weasel. Medium beast. Okay, so yeah, pretty much as big as us then. It's Great. yeah. So these things are as, as big as you guys. Weasels are scary when they're small. <laughs> uh, uh, you have caught their attention. All right. First thing I'm gonna do then. Who's closest to the weasels right now? Um, because I'm viewing those. As... One of so why don't one of you guys make a? I want you guys all to roll a d20 for me. Because they're coming out of the garden, and we didn't establish who was where. All we know is that Jewel was by the front door, and Josh and Omar by the well. And Jewel has already moved back by the well. And Jewel has already moved back by the well. So whoever rolls lowest will say it's closest to the garden. So, Lavendra, can you roll a d20 for me? Uh, oh yes, Fidal. Uh, roll. I rolled an eight on the die. So Fidal, he is uh, is unaware that these giant weasels are approaching from behind. Are they approaching uh, or just watching? I mean, they're coming out of their den. They are disturbed. Uh, it's a safe bet that they might be curious enough to attack. You don't know. Not yet. I guess I gotta roll initiative for them to see if they act. Okay, wow. I rolled a three and a four. So, they have plus three on their decks. So we will go ahead and... Next time I'm definitely going to uh, (laughs) stay, you know, out during the sneak mission. I've learned my lesson, uh, but I, I think I don't know if uh, my mic was working there because I didn't see my thing light up. But did you hear me say about the weasels? What I was just gonna announce their. Oh, okay. No, no, we didn't hear that. The rest of the party. Okay. So yeah, I'll uh, quickly shout out that there's weasels. Okay. We'll just use this uh, were rat as the weasels. <laughs> were possums. Where possums. So I just the, right. the fur color. Yes. Made me think of so possums. you just essentially scream, weasels! <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> this is not how any of us, I feel, expected this to go. <laughs> no. I love it. I love it so much. Okay. Uh, that's your turn. You actively made a perception check and then you interacted yep, with the it. world by screaming. Geth, you're up. I'll step closer to the bat swarm and hold my hand up and cast poison spray. So I'll say, uh, what did I write down here? 
Veneno Aspergo, yes, and uh, have a little click of gears happening. All right. So it is a, well, it'll only do seven damage, and the bat swarm or whatever you're using needs to make a con 17. Oh, 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 I rolled a 19 on the die, boy. Oh, well, ha, no these, damage. These uh, bats, you you uh, shout out uh, triumphantly, uh, and then your poison spray shoots out, and they just all nosedive and, uh, and move out of the way. I'll turn back and hold my arm out and pull in and uh, attempt to telekinetically uh, pull uh, pull uh, ba- Vadal Vadal? Is that what Vidal. Vidal? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, away from the were-rats if now we're made aware of their presence and just weasels. give them a where where uh, just the weasels, weasels. The weasels. Giant. <laughs> yes the giant weasels uh, and uh just essentially pull them, pull them back okay. to uh, get a little bit further away, and then I will impose myself, I, again, just going off uh, the thought process um, here, closer to I, him. The doll has no idea that this is coming from you. So yeah. he is going to naturally try and just save. Because Sounds he, he is not aware of, of you and your skill set, and that this yep. is something that you do to help. Uh, he rolled a seven, so he is going to fail. So, so I'm pulling him a little closer, and that will, in honesty, give him a little bit more uh, <laughs> agency of these weasels. Sure, sure. Uh, that's your turn? Yep, uh, and I'll move a little closer to him. Okay, you got it. Oma, you're up. Okay. So, uh... I am not next to the weasels. Uh, no. I'm next to. Uh, You're like right in the thick of the bats, right next to the yeah. to the well. Okay, so I I'm going to worry about those uh, since I took a faceful, and uh, I'm just gonna. I feel so bad about this, and as I'm doing it, I'm just like, I am sorry. Bam! I am sorry. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> uh, she's like. Um, uh, she kind of takes her her shield. She's using it like a fly swatter. <laughs> okay, so uh, I guess just since you don't have a sh- do you have a shield attack specifically? No. So then it's I guess just you like just make cast. an attack roll with your strength modifier. Yep. I would say because there's no like specific. There's an actual feat for making shield mastery, which does shield attacks or something. Right, but so, I don't think uh, she has that. Yeah, exactly, so you're just, yeah, making it up on the fly there. I, I, I would think you would just make an attack roll with your strength modifier, because I will say you are proficient with a shield, obviously. Um, that's I your did... strength save. Oh. Well, I mean, it's well, strength plus roll, right? It's, is, it, is it the same thing, essentially? I would say so, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that with an eleven, you uh, you have the emboldening bond. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. And that's just D four. So that's a thirteen, which does 13. hit. Yes, thirteen does hit. Because I really don't want to cut him in half 
if you think about it, I'm just trying to so swat you just them. Bludgeon them to death. I'm just bludgeoning them to death, hoping to. I'm, try, I'm thinking in my head, it's it's better. Uh, I'm just swatting them. Maybe I'm just making them go to sleep for a while. Okay, so uh, go ahead and uh, roll damage on that. Um, I guess. Um, hold on, a shield bash. I guess that would be like a maybe a 1d6 I don't know hang on shield bash D&D 5e let's see if uh, let's see if that's even yeah uh, let's see creatures that are proficient in shields can use shield as an improvised melee weapon with the light quality that deals 1d6 plus strength modifier bludgeoning Okay. A creature so. is not considered proficient when attacking with a shield in this way. The type... Uh, yeah, so we'll just say 1d6 uh, with your Oops. strength modifier, just to make things easy. Okay, that's an 8. Okay. 8. And then, um, All right, 8 I'm, damage. I get two attacks. Yeah, you so definitely just... kill a few bats. Yeah, so... Well, no, I. they're just sleeping. They're just sleeping. <laughs> Uh, not lethal she, damage. Not she lethal says damage. They're, they're, they're just sleeping as you see them like bleeding out and and like twitching on the floor. Yeah. Um, so she's uh, she's still whacking. Oh no. But uh, you're really you really don't want to do this, uh, and <laughs> your heart's just not in it. And so you just sort of uh, kind of casually throw your second one, and, and you don't catch any. Yeah. All right. Uh, now it is the swarm of bats' turn. Uh, the swarm of bats. I need you. The swarm of bats is going to take three attacks. Uh, I am going to take an attack at Oma. I'm going to take an attack at, uh, Rosebud. And I'm going to take an attack at Lavender. Sorry, I'm, swip- I'm, I'm flipping through the monster manual back and forth between the weasels and the bats. Okay. Let's see. Um, I got a plus four to hit. I rolled a natural one. I rolled a natural 20. Wow, what a whirlwind. Uh, so, uh, Oma, natural one. Rosebud, natural 20. Lol. <laughs> I earned this. <laughs> I rolled an eight. Uh, plus four puts me at 12. What's your AC? Uh, higher than a 12. Higher than a uh, 12? 14. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Lavender, you are, you, you like grab a bat and you just kind of like throw it. And then you like squat another one, uh, and, uh, Oma, these things are like chittering and like trying to go, and they're just biting your chainmail, and they're just, they're just not getting through. I am so sorry! <laughs> um, I like to imagine Rosebud just turns, just like, weasels, and then the bats swarm him. <laughs> like a wave. <laughs> you That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> okay. They're like, don't talk shit about our friends. <laughs> Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? There you are. Okay. You take one, two. So you take three points of damage. Uh, 
Three points of piercing damage. <laughs> Bats or weasels, and then you just get bitten up as they descend on you. Uh, and that is their turn as they sort of swarm about. Um, he's going to try and uh, take a hit at the bats because he doesn't want to go toe-to-toe with these weasels. There's no light, so he might have disadvantage or something. Oh, so yes, he's definitely going to have disadvantage. He can't even see the weasels. Uh, but he sees the bats. So he's going to swing. We'll give him a plus four. 12 plus four. 16 plus four. So both hit. We'll just give him a d6 plus strength mod of three so five nice and one so that's six uh damage total wait six and then plus six so 12 damage total um wait hold on i don't think i did that right uh he's got a sword but obviously plus three so when you attack hold on let me get this right when you attack with a sword you add your strength modifier, right? To damage? Depends yeah. on the weapon, for, for but yeah. The, for damage, yeah, it's just your strength. It's just, some okay, are, so then, yeah. Some are finesse, which allows you to add dex instead, but... Right, so it, it would be like a plus three. We'll have a plus three strength. Um, so, yeah, so he does do 12 damage, essentially, um, to these beasts, and they... Uh, oh, wait, I roll a disadvantage. Hold on. You're right. I roll a disadvantage. So the first one hits. They both hit. So I'll, I'll roll twice for the second one. Oh, I rolled an eight. So I'm not gonna... Plus four? Actually, uh, plus four meets their DC. So let's... I rolled a 16. So he hits both times. So... <sighs> okay. So my previous roll standed even with extra disadvantage rolls. Okay. We're good to go. Vidal's rolling hot. Yeah, Vidal's yeah. rolling hot. He rolled an eight, but... They have low AC, so with his plus four to hit, he just hits it. All right. Uh, he's slashing them down. Uh, Lavender, go ahead and roll. Or what are you doing? Yep. Uh, can I get within... Um, I think it's... 10 feet. Or actually, can I just... Am I able to like get into like a flanking position? Um, with the bats? Or the weasels? Because uh... nobody's around the weasels, so I would say no. And then also it's a swarm of bats, so I would also say no. Uh, because you can't you can't really flank a swarm yeah, no, that's fair. of bats. Um... I don't necessarily think that would... I don't know. DMs of the, the table. Weasels, can I, can yeah. I flank a swarm of bats? I, I don't think so. Um, mechanically, yes. But technically, it's weird as hell, so I'd I'd rule it as no either way. No, it's all so good. Then, okay. Um, like, I don't know if there's any ability that a swarm has that prevents I, it from being flanked, but it just sounds really weird. It sounds dumb, how, right? How so. far are the weasels? As the weasels to? are maybe 35 feet away from you, 40 feet away from you, give or take, because they're sort of like in the middle of the garden. Okay, you know, I'll, I'll go for the bats first. So uh, I'll get within 10 feet of the bats, and then I'm going to activate Not my bad. arms. Okay, you activate your arms. Goosh! Yeah. Your tattoo lights up. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they need to make a DC 14 uh 
dex save. Okay. Or they yep. take 2d6 force damage. Nice. So they take... Two damage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're well, I rolled the natural... Boots. I rolled a natural one, so that's an auto-fail. Well, it's not technically damage. an auto-fail, but... Two damage. Okay. <laughs> Is and that your turn? Uh, with his main action, he's going to attack twice. Okay. So you hear a little bit of a whimper as one bat dies uh, from the astral form. Uh, but then you, uh, with this astral blade dance, you got a natural one on the first one and then a 20. So that the natural one misses. You uh, strike out and you hit the well. Cling! And it makes a loud noise. Um, well, my arm is even more sore than I uh... thought. <laughs> but you do manage to hit with the astral blade. Uh, uh, roll damage, nice fourteen damage. You successfully are able to cut away the last of these bats, and they die, all of them. And that well, congratulations, that my turn. Um... Okay, now it is the weasel's turn. The bats are all gone. They die. Uh you were able to swat quite a few of them away. The weasels, they, um, they look at you, and they look at each other, and then they just start hissing, and then they jump for you. Um, Vidal was the closest. They're going for Vidal. I, I did establish that I was near him, if I could. Okay, be. so then they're going for you, Geth. Hope you like that. Uh, I, I rolled a natural like 17. <laughs> okay. Natural 17, um, on the first attack. You know what? They're gonna try and flank you, Geth. Well, I'm gonna roll advantage. As, <laughs> because they're go- they going to flank you, and they're going to proceed to fight the shit out of you. They're smart. <laughs> as, it, as it seems like they're cognizant enough to probably do damage, I will use my reaction to cast shield. Okay. Uh, so I rolled a natural 17 on the die, and they get a plus 4, so that's 21. Does the shield, what's your AC with the shield? Uh, what does shield raise it by? I think 20, it's by plus, plus five. 5. So that's 21, so you do meet it on the first one. I do one. meet it. So on the first attack, uh, I, you do 5 points, it takes 5 points, wait, nope, I lied, hold on, that's the swarm of bats damage. Okay. Let me, let me swing to the weasels. Um, 329. We got the purge going on in there. I was yeah. just thinking that. <laughs> it, it uh, yeah, so like, you take uh, five points of damage on the first one, on the first attack. Okay, taken. Now, the second attack, I rolled a five, and then I rolled an 11, so they're both gonna miss. Okay. Um... The second one is going to uh, grab you, make a oppose athletics. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 16 on the die. Um, I get a zero to strength, so it's just a straight 16. That's all you athletics. have to beat. Athletics. There mm. it is. I'm so bad at reading my sheet sometimes. Okay. Uh, the rest of you see this weasel. Uh, topple over Geth and begin to drag him towards his den in the garden. 
more the hungries. <laughs> yeah, uh, and the weasel. Yeah, yeah, and the weasel. Uh, both weasels now begin to sort of follow Geth back. Um, all right, I'll call it and be like, "This is most awkward." <laughs> <laughs> well, he belongs to the weasels now. <laughs> cool. What are you doing? Uh, she's gonna hit the bats again. They're down. Uh, the bats are dead. Oh, oh. Yeah, um, you guys did a lot of damage to bats. So okay, <laughs> then she will just dart over to one of the weasels. Okay, the which back. weasel? The one that's holding Geth, or the one that is next to Geth? Holding Geth. Okay. I guess I do. I, I would I need to make some sort of save to see if I still hold. I assume so. I don't know. Uh, not really. No. That's no? not in the mechanics of, like... Yeah, mechanically... I would have to try to escape, or someone would have to use their action to try to pull me loose of their grasp. Exactly. Cool. Okay, cool. Then I don't have to worry about it. So go ahead I and make an attack. and stab this thing, but she's going to angle herself so that the other one is not, like, next to her. She, she's interposed. <laughs> it's not breathing down your neck. No. Nice. Funny. Yeah, that definitely... Yes, it's a giant weasel. It absolutely hits with a 20. So eight damage. And the sneak attack. Uh, and All she's right. going to pull out her offhand short sword, and she's going to hit it again. Okay. So that's, uh, what, 17 damage for the first attack? Yep. And a 21 to hit with the offhand. That hits. So an extra four, so you get 21. Uh, this thing looks hurt. This thing is shocked that you've been able to uh, damage it so quickly. Rosebud. And oh, is sorry, it going to have any trouble holding on to Geth? No, because we already established that it's uh, not. That doesn't affect the mechanics of the grapple. Okay. Yeah, it's... it's and um, she is going to just, like, stare at it, and she's going to hiss at it. Uh, this thing is intimidated. Nice job. Uh, as you just sort of dig your you know, your swords into it one right after the other. Rosebud. Gonna try a sacred flame it. Almost sacred got, flame. That's got Geth. Okay. Now I now I don't have to worry about it also hitting Geth. No, right? it, it's a targeted spell, pop, right? Yeah, it's a targeted spell that pops up. It's not like a line shot. It's just it appears in this spot. I rolled a natural two. Jo- I think this is the first time that your spell's gonna Sacred land. Flame. <laughs> Sacred flame does more damage as the Sacred Radiant Flame just washes over and starts to singe its fur. Um, very nice. It smells horrible. Yes, it smells like burnt weasel. <laughs> burnt weasel, which I'm pretty sure is a turn of phrase. So. Uh, and that's sort of... Wow. Uh, I guess Congratulations, you're on the board. I will move, uh... Sort of right up next to Jewel. Okay. Just so that she's out versus the other weasel. Just sort of place myself between the other weasel and her. You got it. Geth, you're up. You are struggling underneath the weight of this thing's jaw as it's just, like, gripping you and dragging you with one of its paws... Underneath the weight of the weasel. I'm going to uh <clears throat> So I'm gonna assume it's grabbing like essentially my shoulder while it's dragging me. 
And I'm going to sort of struggle a little, grab my uh, uh, diamond and twist it in my hand and uh, hold it up essentially to the weasel's mouth and shoot chromatic orbs down its throat. Nice. Uh, (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah, sure. I think that's an attack roll of your choice. How many do I do? I hurl a four-inch sphere. So, what did I say? Viam Asfiera was what I said for the stuff. I think this is a roll. Eh, 11. 11. Is it only a single one? That's what I was confused. I thought there was more than one orb. Maybe just just one. Oh, I choose the... Ah, that's what it was. You choose the damage type. I choose the damage type. Well, I would have chosen acid, but uh, I'm assuming a lot of us get it. Unfortunately, its armor class is higher than a 11. Also, I think it's a range attack anyway, so I probably would have had to do disadvantage. You get disadvantage anyways. Why don't you roll disadvantage for me? And let's see what happens. Nothing. Could have got it. Nothing. I was going to make that uh, turn around on you the problem if you got a bad roll and then i'll uh when that failed i shot wide and it spurt on the let's just go for it managed to hit the edge of the well again and melt a little bit of it because you know that well's just getting brutalized in this fight all right Uh, yeah the the, the acid eats away at the stone and i'll let out a long sigh that sounds suspiciously like a pretty deep hiss and then i will focus and uh, shove myself back from the creature out of its grasp. Okay, um, so, so it's I, an opposed yes. shove, I guess, but I, I guess, guess it needs so. to beat 15, is how... I, so I need to beat 15. I think so, okay. yeah. Strength save. I have a zero on strength, so like, I just have to roll a 15 or higher. Technically, I'm doing it to myself to shove myself out of it, so that but does... But it is being opposed. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, but you still have to go through the mechanics of like actually having to get out of this thing's jaw. Yeah. And like so. So I'll roll to see if I can hold on. I rolled an eleven on the die. I don't get any bonuses. You are able to shove yourself away from this weasel. And I'll use my movement to stand up and skirt a little bit so that I'm still in uh distance of both of them, not going out of their uh, attack range, but no longer at like flanking positions. Okay. All right. Uh, you're st- okay. Cool. You scurry off, trying to avoid getting the attack of opportunity. Oma, your turn. All right. Um, since the the bats are down, and now I see a weasel taking Geth away, um, I'm gonna move over there to it. And no, no, no. No weasel! Bad weasel! We don't eat that kind of snake! And then I'm gonna haul off and, like, hit it with my sword. Okay. Good times. That hits. You, uh, haul off and you hit it with your sword. Go ahead and roll for damage. Uh, 13. Let me ask you, which one are you hitting? Oma, are you hitting the one that had Josh and was, excuse yeah. me, that had a uh, Geth and was attacked by Jewel? Attack. And yes. also Rosebud? Yep. Okay, uh, so uh, finish it. Uh, as 
he's kind of like staggering, or the weasel staggering. I just, I march over there like an angry parent to a small child on a playground. <laughs> and then I just, the sword, I just bring it out and I just chop, chop the heads clear off. And, and, One and head then, just yeah. goes right out. And she just kind of like looks at the other, like, you know, raises the sword to it. Yeah, another, there's definitely a turn to blood. <laughs> okay, all right. Do it. But so I'm gonna go to the next one, and I'm going to attack. Uh, I'll say you get advantage if you can try <laughs> to flank. Okay, all right. You don't even need advantage. Oh my god, it need advantage. So, oh, can, so that go ahead is... and roll damage. Yeah. Well, I also get for my orcness. Yes, your special. special. Oh yeah. Nice. You bring this thing down by 15. Uh, Oma, you're like covered in gore uh, as it's like squirting out uh, and you just walk through like a puddle of blood and you just backhand swing this thing and just cut it right across the chest. That's the other die. So that's on top of... On top of the other, yeah. Jeez, alright. 24 damage. Oh. Uh, you bring this thing to death's door. Uh, alright. He's like, don't worry, I'm gonna finish this. And he rushes in. And he gets a natural one. <laughs> uh, he, he trips. I, like the owl. I feel like it can he, relate to him. He takes, he takes a d4 of damage because I think it's funny. Uh, because that was such a wonderful narrative moment that I tried for him. Uh, and he takes uh, one point of damage as he scrapes his knee. Oh, my knee! He landed in the loving arms? <laughs> this other creature? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Lavender, you see uh, he, well... So he's um he's blind, so he just didn't see the rock, you know, that got him. So go ahead and uh what do you do, uh Lavender? This thing is on death's door. You see uh your uh guide comically fall to the ground next to you. So does that mean I can't flank if he's prone? Uh you can <laughs> flank him because uh what's her face? Um Oma is is in attacking position of this. Wizard. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm gonna try and get behind it and go, right. go for a swing. You skirt behind it and go for the swing. Uh, you need to get a 13. That's its AC. Nice. All right. Uh, for 12 damage. Uh, go ahead and finish him. Yeah, I mean, uh, don't worry, I got your back. He, he says uh, to him as he just literally gets him in the bag. <laughs> nice. So you drive your astral blade into this thing's back, and you carve in deep, and you hit the spine, and this thing just immediately falls limp as you hit the spine. And it dies in a puddle of its own gore. You guys, um, the doll gets up and he says, um, well, I 
I think they might have heard us coming. And we will go ahead and take a break. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that you might have blew the stealth part. <laughs> Are you <laughs> sure? There's, there's still a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so are we ready to move on? I think so. Born ready. Alright. The weasels are dead. The bats, they lay slain. What the are you rats guys doing? looking down on the floor in shame. I'll do a quick look around and then I'll, uh, under my breath, mention to Jewel, uh, Jewel, you're pretty good at climbing, right? Maybe, I don't know, maybe Squeaks and you should go on top of the building and see if you can see anyone making their way away from it. Uh, I, I think Squeaks should be good. I'll send him up. And she'll send Squeaks up to do a loop around the uh, area and make sure we don't see anybody trying to sneak away. We have already made big noise. Go ahead and roll a perception check for me, then. Weak circles high, kind of above the trees. Um, There's a bit of open space around the sorting yard, but then it quickly becomes heavy condensated uh, condensed greenery and um, she does not squeaks when caught does not notice anyone where's that monkey trying to run away yeah where is the monkey (laughs) the monkey is nowhere to be seen the monkey is for the moment not outside or it has escaped into the into the mangrove jungle and Squeaks still sees no sources of light in the surrounding Correct. area. It is dark. The only thing Squeaks sees is, you know, some occasional starlight and occasional moonlight that peeks out when the clouds go away. Okay, well, the plan still stands. Just maybe a little bit more haste. Let us move on. Yes. Oh. We'll be up at the front and try and sneak away. Um, not so much. She's not trying to the whole party. She's trying to sneak herself ahead, so even if they hear the party coming, they might not expect her to be right there. So, okay, then I'm going to ask you to make a sneak roll for me. A stealth roll for me. Okay. So you're almost using us as a distraction to be like, oh, they're pretty far off, and you're like, alright, I'm gonna piece up and go out here? Okay. Very nice. (laughs) Alright. Jewel, you creak open the front door as quietly as you can, and you slip into the room that uh, you see now firsthand, um, no longer uh, separated by your familiar's eyes. Let me just reiterate you. Large, singular chamber. There are three corridors. One on the left, one straight ahead, and then one right behind the stairs to your right. The one behind the stairs to your right is a dead end. And the other two seem to lead into larger rooms. They all have closed doors in each corridor. And the stairway leads up to a balcony that leads to somewhere else. 
which door was it that uh, Squeaks was at and just started scrabbling? The leftern-most door. So in the left corridor, all the way at the end. Okay. And she will start on the right corridor. Okay. And uh, you said that's the one that is uh, like a dead end. You said there are doors down there? Correct. <clears throat> okay. Let me pull up. Uh, there are two doors. There are two windows. The windows are on the wall to your left. On the wall to your right, there are two doors. She'll check the first one. Is it locked? You check the first one. <clears throat> it is not locked. Let me see. You open the... It's not locked. Do you open it? Yeah, she'll push it open. But you, quietly. <laughs> quietly. You quietly push it open. And you she's see... Like, she's doing that little thing where she, like, she creaks it open just like an inch and she's like trying to like peer in to make sure it's sure. not walking into something. Yeah, so you sort of bug eye in... You know, half your face is sort of leaning in, uh, and you see that there are a handful of workbenches that have been either cleaned out or ransacked, uh, haphazardly dotting the room. On the far wall is metal rigging holding up a a very large water wheel. Uh, You know that a lot of these places use uh, water sources to conduct power, Um, and this seems to be an out-of-commission water wheel here. And on one of the desks is a small wooden statue of a man with six heads. But that's all you sort of see scattered about the debris. Man with six heads. He's gonna shrug, close the door, and move on to the next one. <laughs> okay. Well, culty, closes the all door. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That's she fine. She doesn't really know what it means, so she's just like, eh, whatever. <clears throat> that's fine. I'm so, not judging you. Uh, don't, don't take you it that way. Move over to the next room. I will say at this point, the rest of you, what are you doing? Because this is going to take a little bit of time. Uh, well, for the most part, we were intending to go in, as far as I could mm-hmm. tell. So, still doing that, following suit. You guys suit. all go in? Yep. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, I'm mostly looking and listening for looking for light underneath doors, uh, and listening for any movement or voices. Uh, Jewel went to the right, and I can see her in the hall. You, you need to get specific. Jewel is in the right corridor, and you can see her in the hall. There's still the front corridor, and there's still the left corridor. Uh, and I recall Jewel but You need to be had... more specific with what, what... I know you're looking for light, but, like, which door, what corridor? I mean, standing in the middle of all of them, is there any light coming under any of them? Uh, none that you can see, no. But, uh, again... From where you were standing, you... Well, actually, you know, standing in the middle, you could see almost almost all the doors from the left turn and the right... Uh, or the left turn and the straight corridor, the, uh, the corridor straight ahead of you. And you don't see any light. Okay. Like, uh, no man-made, like, flickering candlelight. That's, yeah, that's precisely you know, what I'm looking You might for. see some, you know, from, like, you know, some of the moonlight, but... I guess the next thing I might do is, if this seems like it's been abandoned, does it look like anyone's traveled through here other than Jewel? Go ahead and make a survival check. Um, what are the rest of you guys doing? Um, Lou's kind of following. Um, 
Maybe just trying to keep yeah. a general awareness of their surrounding. Yeah, Rose, but okay. also just be trying to pay attention to what's going on. Sure. Um, Lavender, why don't you make a perception check for me? Rosebud? I can do it. Uh, I'd like you to also make that. a perception check for me. Okay. I realize. Okay. Uh, Geth, you're kind of looking around. You uh, don't really... Okay, so that's a 21 and a 25. Nice job. You don't really notice any... Uh, tracks of any kind uh, other than your own other than the familiar tracks of jewel of the mountain um there's just a whole lot of dust it's partially disturbed at this point uh part of you thinks that the, you know you see a lot of crow trails you know crow feet bird feet um and so you know that that's sort of disturbed a lot of the area too and meddled with things you're having a hard time finding any tracks sounds good rosebud you notice excuse me lavender with a 21, you notice the noise coming in from the corridor that Jewel had pointed out to you guys earlier from the right corridor. Uh, get, uh, excuse me, um, with uh, 25, Rosebud, you, um, you hear a slight ever so slight movement coming from um coming from the right corridor the one that Jewel is in and does it sound like her or does it sound like uh uh you roll the 25 what do you think I'm telling you for a reason <laughs> uh this I, does I'm not s- seem like Jewel Okay, I, I just wanted to double check because right, I'm going to immediately uh, message Jewel then because she's that direction. There's noises. There's something in here. It could be the monkey. Noted. Does anyone have banana? <laughs> That's to what digitate a banana. Oma, <laughs> you're the only one I have an accounter for. What are you doing? I am. I was just basically trying to be very hyper vigilant. Um, sure. Okay. And you know, whenever he whispered that, that's that's whenever I said to, to maybe a banana. Yeah, because she doesn't <laughs> want a monkey in the face. She's already had bats in the face. So. <laughs> That's true. That's very fair. (laughs) So, Wes, uh, what do you do with the noise? Are you going to do anything? What are you going to do? Can can he just attempt to try and get a better... uh, move closer to get a better listen? Sure. You walk over to the right corridor. You uh, can hear the noise coming in from uh, the the door. There are three doors in this corridor. One to your left one to your right, and then one dead ahead. The noise seems to be coming from the one dead ahead. Is it, like, completely shut? It is. All three doors are shut. Correct. And that, that's the same corridor that um, that Jewel went... Or that's the same door that Jewel went down? 
not the same corridor that Jewel went down. It is the okay. same corridor that Squeaks, when caught, noticed the noise earlier. And you notice that it is still there. Uh, can he try and get up to the door to try and listen in? Sure. Go ahead and make a perception check for me. As you lean in, uh, I uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure this is a perception check. Uh, with a ten, all you can you do hear something. It sounds kind of like a gurgling. Murlocs. I don't know. Shuffling of feet. Gesture to the party, what I hear, or if I can get back to them. You, so you return back to them? Can they see me? I don't know. The door is, uh, oh, um, they, I I would say that, um, that a guest can't see you. Um, I would say that Oma and Vidal would be the ones to see you because. Rosebud is on the other side uh, by the corridor where Jewel is to inform her. Vidal's still virtually blind. uh, And Vidal's still virtually blind, so he's going to have a hard time seeing you. Yeah, it's 60 feet here. It would just be Oma. Because I'm going to say that Geth is kind of scoping out the front, the top corridor. Yeah. Okay. So this is the one that Jewel, Jewel didn't get down. It's the one that was separate. Correct. It's the one that Squeaks when caught looked at earlier. I, I yeah, kind of the left corridor. I... Oh. So I, I think we should just go over there. <clears throat> so she kind of walks over there. And... Okay. And clank, says, clank. Clank, you walk over there. Clank, clank. <laughs> to to okay. where, where the noise is, and she's just like, uh, please, please not, not in the face, not in the face. <laughs> Lavender, the noises go quiet as your uh, noisy companion approaches you. And then I kind of go... Um, so they, Here. like, it just, it comes silent? Uh-huh. Uh, do, so I don't hear, like, anything coming closer or any... Correct. He did it. Uh, is, is he able to kind of like position himself like so like when the door opens they won't see him kind of thing? You have uh, the door opens inward so no. You will not be able to sort of like try and hide behind a door. Uh, uh, can he The best thing you could do is maybe like Try and open the door ever so slightly, like kind of Jewel was doing, and then sort of like peer yeah, you know, your, your head in to crack the door open ever so okay. slightly. All right, here's what we're gonna do, Jewel. <laughs> this is happening at the same exact time. Jewel, you, what are you doing? Are you also opening up the sixth door, or uh, sorry, are you also opening up this door to the second room in the right corridor, or are you stopping because Josh? Excuse me, or because Rosebud mentioned a a noise. Uh, she's gonna look because if there's a noise, that means there's something. She wants to see what that something is. Okay, Wes. Excuse me, Lavender, Jewel. 
Slowly, you take the palm of the door. You uh, repeat. Uh, excuse me. You both slowly open it ever so slightly. Jewel, you carefully and cautiously look in. Lavender, you peek your head in. Slowly, your top emerges. Jewel, Lavender, I need you to both make deck saves. Oh, oh. no. Hey. Oof. Does Oof. your thing help? Does Jewel. your... Does your... Oh. Yes, wait, whatever it saves. So, okay. Maybe deck saves. Oof, not bad. Okay, I'm at 13. Okay, you're at 13. And, uh, okay. Jewel, you are immediately accosted by a foul smelling noise, or a foul smell. Uh, and you are shaken and surprised as something splatters on the door and you are just able to stop. Uh, you are just able to hide uh, behind it. Perched on a wall, excuse me, perched on an open window uh, in what is obviously a lavatory is a monkey with a key in one hand and a pile of shit in the other. Lavender, <laughs> you oh are shooken and taken aback as a large spear embeds itself into the door that you are hiding behind. And you hear as a handful of bullywugs uh, who have been uh, in this room searching for something uh, uh, are now keenly aware of your presence. I need you, everyone to roll initiative. The bullywugs were the revolutionaries! <laughs> It all makes sense now. (laughs) I do apologize, Pedro. I'm having a little bit of trouble visualizing some of the mentions of right and left for corridors. Uh, So I don't know exactly where we're Mm -hmm. at and everything. So I'm going to assume that everyone is in the middle room except... Jewel, who's in the right corridor, Oma okay. and Wet and Lavender, who are in the left corridor. Okay. Okay. There are two doors, both on the lower portion here of this right corridor. You see where I'm? See what I'm pointing at? Okay. There's like okay. door. She, she's door. yes. It's there's door door, and she is in that second door, which okay. is. A room to the lavatory. Whereas Wes and Oma are behind this door right here. One at the ends, not one on the sides. Correct. And their stairwell goes above this first corridor here. Or excuse me, this right corridor here. Does that make sense? Stairs. Sure. Mm -hmm. Stairs are like right around there. And the balcony cuts across this central corridor straight ahead. There's a balcony that kind of lo- overlooks everything. Um, <clears throat> and then, obviously, there's more to it, but you haven't seen it. Um, okay. So, let me 
Let me, uh, everyone has rolled initiative. Let me, uh, this will be the monkey. <laughs> Alright, um, the monkey's gonna roll initiative. Oof, roll real low. And, uh, we will do the bullywugs here. I wonder if I have... Yeah, it's funny, you said, you said, uh, what did you say, Murlogs? Murlocks? <laughs> and I was like, he's, he's on the money, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I thought was very funny. Um, I'm pretty sure... Why do I feel like Bullywugs are a thing that I get? Oh, well, whatever. We'll use these lizard people. Doesn't matter. Welcome back, lizard people from the last campaign. You are now bullywugs. Congratulations, you have changed your race. (laughs) That's a fair number of (laughs) bullywugs. It's okay, they've surrendered their weapon. They're coming peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> okay, time to roll. Where the hell are these humans? Hmm? You know what? Okay. Maybe it wasn't tonight that the meeting was happening. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe we got here early. Maybe that was so days old. All the fighters? What if the message, the letter was like days old? Did we have a date on it? Was it dated today? Nope. Of course not. But the fighters were specifically gone, right? That that's why we were Oh right, that was our implication. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> or it could have been a trap and uh, we got sent in the middle of nowhere, so you know we can get very intricate. clean out the local lumber mill. Yeah. Very like, well, you know, these adventurers <laughs> might as well use them, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that innkeeper okay. is just sorry. The the tavern owner is just so used to people breaking into his room, they started putting like they suspicious notes in to try. <laughs> adventurers will probably find this and then go deal with it. There we go. <laughs> then I can have the adve- the abandoned mill all to myself. Wow. Yes. No, he's like, and I'm going to laugh. <laughs> and I'm going to laugh very much. Laugh. Okay. All right. Let's get this. Uh... Let's get some of this battle music going, and then we will go ahead and figure out what's going on. You said that there's clearly a key in the monkey's hand from what Jewel could see. Correct. Was the key in the monkey's hand earlier, or did the monkey just find the key? You don't know. You'll have to ask the monkey. When we saw the monkey earlier, we didn't... (laughs) wasn't obvious uh uh it's it was not obvious because your bat has a hard time making shapes i guess i don't know uh i i'm just gonna say that squeaks didn't seem to have noticed the key what about me with my nat 20 earlier (laughs) just kidding you didn't you i wasn't looking for a key you weren't looking for a key so okay all right 
All right. So, one of the murlocs is up. Or, not murlocs. <laughs> one of the bullywogs <laughs> is up. It's official. It's murloc. Yeah, murlocs are now canon. Bullywog. <laughs> uh, this one. Wes. Uh, you hear it, you know, go, and, uh, it, it is a call that is picked up by its companions, and the bullywug goes ahead and, um, jumps, uh, yeah, this is great. Wow, I got, I got a lot of stuff I can do. Uh, the bullywug is going to. He's going to jump for you, and he has a spear in his hand. He's going to bust, try and bust through the door and attack you with a spear. I rolled a ten plus a f- four. Does a fourteen hit? You. Uh, if you match, does that? Does that hit? I always forget. Yeah. Yeah. Matching. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Matching. matching means I hit. Whoever rolled the dice. Yes. So I do hit you. Yes. Okay. So I do. Ooh, that's bad. Not bad, Bullywug. Oh, 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 I rolled max damage, boy Uh That is uh, 1d8, so you get 10 damage total. This is Bullywug Blue, I think. Yes, this is the Blue Bullywug. Blue Bullywug. This is... Okay. Um, you get 10 damage. Sorry, I'm writing a bunch of stuff down. <clears throat> and it is going to bite you as uh, it comes in close. Just do another attack. Oh, I'm having a. <laughs> Natural 20! Oh man, these bullywugs are gonna kill you! No! I'm not ready for this! Okay, alright. Um, just theater of the mind, just talking. It sounds like they're blocking the door though, because if Lavender was on the other side of the door. Yes. And so, like, he just opened the door and it opened inward. Mm-hmm. So they'd have to fight their way past him in order to get around him. So if they're throwing it through. Okay, just double check him. Yeah. They're not, oh, he's, they're not he's, out here. He's essentially acting as a choke point. Yeah. So, uh, that's okay. This one's only 1d6, so it's not going to be as bad. Uh, and I rolled a 1. So that's a 1 plus 2, so you take an extra 3 damage as uh, the Bullywug just bites into your neck, and you're just sort of... Play- this all played out so quickly. Wait, so is that 13? Okay. I'm sorry? 13 damage, not 10 damage. Is that correct? 13 damage total. 10 on the spear attack, and then a 3 on the bite. Actually, I lied, because I would double the dice roll. So it would be 2... Oh, damn. Well, I rolled a 1. So it would really just be (laughs) 4. So it's 14 total. Okay, cool. 
All right. Now it is... But you are blocking the door from the rest of them. Oma, uh, you see the spear just sort of uh, jerk into this guy, into Lavender's shoulder. And then you see this, you know, large frog-like head just pop out and just take a chomp on this dude. Uh, you are directly behind him. Um. Hmm. So he's uh, he's blocking. I can't maneuver around him at all. It is the size of a doorway. Yeah. But we can technically move through another character's you, space, though, right? You can move through an allied space. So I thought they're like all there. together. So you can't end your turn there. Attack. So you would essentially like sandwich yourself between. Yeah, you wouldn't have to end yourself there. Your turn there. So. And also, mm. it's not like this is a five-foot hallway, or at least that's not the implication I got, potentially, yeah, is it? Yeah, this isn't like a... It's not like a super tight hallway. So you can attack through the door at whatever's standing there. Mm-hmm. So, um, I have those two metal uh, needles that are about the size of daggers. Okay. Um, I, so is it latched onto him? Uh, yeah, sure. We'll say this bad boy's just chomping away. Yeah, I, I, I am gonna stab, uh, stab it in the head to try to get it off of him. Okay, go ahead. I can't and roll. use my, I can't use my big blade because I don't want to stab through. So. Sure. Uh. Fifteen, you just meet its AC. Uh, you stab this thing with a dagger. Go ahead and roll for damage. Oh, jeez, that's not what I wanted. Oh, I hit. I'm supposed I... to. There you go. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Um. So yeah, the other one would be I would do a pop pop. Okay, so you just sort of dig into this thing like chopsticks in a, yep. in a dumpling. Just, yeah. I, I, I'm like, no, get off him! Hey, you have uh, to roll a 15. What? I thought you wanted to count the other one. I'm sorry, what? She oh, rolled so you, accident, oh, okay, sure, yeah, we'll, we'll count that for sure, for sure. Uh, so yeah. then the second one misses. Uh, do you move? Uh, well, no, I, I, I would not, I'm trying to at least get it, get it off of him, so I'm not going to move in the area, but I'm also not going to block, so I might take a, a step to the side, like where the creature is, like the side mm-hmm. that the creature's on, so that mm-hmm. I can help him, uh, dislodge it, or dislodge the creature. Well, you can't you can't ready a help action yet because you already no, no, you've already like used in, your turn. I know. I'm just saying it's in terms of like where I would maneuver. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay, like, gotcha. You can picture it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got I, that. All right, Lavender. Um, this all happened very quickly. Uh, a spear right through your shoulder. 
uh, chompers right on your other shoulder. And then you hear, uh, you know, Oma's words uh, right behind you. And then you hear this thing grunt and gurgle as a dagger uh, reaches through its, uh, you know, its, its head. What do you do? Uh, oh, by the way, yeah, you can see all of these around the room. They're sort of, you know, coming in close. Uh, I assume the one that bit me is the closest one. Uh, yes, it is directly <laughs> in front of you. And I can't move in, right? I have to kill him before I can. Correct. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, DMs. Can you like shove? There's. As, I think you can shove. There's something as an you can move through opposing creatures' space, but it takes difficult terrain or something. I think. One second here. I think that's only for creatures that are like two sizes larger. Oh right. Or smaller yeah. Than yeah. So it's they're essentially solid. You'd have to use an action to shove. Then you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So you could use your action to shove, or you could do something else. How sturdy is that wall? Can you punch through it? You know what? The walls are made of wood. FYI. So. Lavender was just curious to see his uh, his tattoos in action. So he's going to use his bonus action to activate uh, the tattoo, giving him an extra D6 uh, to his attacks. All right. And then he's just gonna he's gonna make one attack on the monkey, and then if that's not enough, he's gonna make a second attack. You mean the bullywug? Yeah, sorry, the okay. bullywug. Got monkey All on right. the brain. You got monkey on the brain. All right, so go ahead and roll. All right, you absolutely hit. What is that on the bottom there? Oh, it's telling you. It's reminding you to roll a d6. No, that was me. Just. Uh, with a typo. Okay. <laughs> so, 16 damage total. Nice. Uh, you, uh, your astral projected... Uh, so, describe to me how this tattoo works again. Essentially, it's like the shadows are like coming off your tattoo, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's it's kind of weird because I'm using astral arms, which uh, are considered unarmed. So... I would assume maybe the ink is kind of attaching itself to the way I see it is it's kind of like a like venom or carnage where it's like a similar kind of attaching to the the astral weapons themselves yeah. maybe so like so that. the the ink is like bleeding off your skin and like like uh just like kind of like a frog tongue is just like shooting across the open space and like latching itself yeah, on to like your I'm astral arms and then it. it's all like slowly you know coagulating together yeah all right is that is he is it is the bully walk oh, it is still, still alive yes all right one more attack then okay go ahead and roll All right. You bring this thing very close to death. And then... It's still uh, alive. I believe in my position... Uh, 
I'm kind of like in between. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like at the door. Correct. And you Oma's are sandwiched between Oma and this bullywug. And Oma, you can't melee, right? Because I'm in the way. Like, would it be better for me to take it? Would it yeah, be better? It would. It would be. Uh, I, I. That's the reason why I thought it was latched on to you because I didn't want to take a chance of actually hitting you instead of the creature. Uh, now that it's off of you, I'll just charge through and with the sword and um, scream my gigantic war cry. Fuck! <laughs> He'll take a step back. Okay, uh, you are going to take attack of opportunity on this thing then. That's fine. It is going to attack you with a 12 on the die, which puts me, I think, at plus 4, so that's 16 total. 16 meets your AC. You got an AC of 14, I believe you said. So then you take 2 plus 2. So you take a total of 4. You take a total of 4 damage. Okay. As this thing uh, just sort of nips you uh, in, like, uh, you know, the back of your hamstring as you uh, try and give room for Oma. Now. It's green and ye, green and orange's turn. They are going to act in unison together. They are going to push and push and push, and they're going to try and get into that hallway together. Uh, Oma, you got to hold your ground. Uh, as okay, these things. So- are they so they were trying to get past me? Are you saying they are or- trying to push past their friend and past you into the hallway? Okay, so that's where my sentinel comes in. Okay, they uh, can't get past you. you I, I have to. I have oh. to actually like. I have to try and push you. So not quite sentinel just yet. Um. So one is going to shove you. Well, they're both going to shove you. All right. So hang on. Before I before I do this, I just want to double check the rules. Uh. Using the attack action, you can make a special melee attack to shove a creature, uh, either to knock it prone ooh, or push it away from you. If you're able to make mul- multiple attacks with the attack action, which I am, this attack replaces one of them. The target must be no more than one size larger than you and must be within your reach. Instead of making an attack roll, you make a strength athletics contested by the target's athletics or decks. Acrobatics. So with two so- attacks, you can shove someone to the ground and then use advantage to attack? Yeah, I can. Alright, so I'm going to use my athletics. I'm holding strong. Alright. All right. So this is the first of your two attacks because oh. you've got two creatures? Correct. Oh, I rolled a 17 on the die. Plus it's 19 total. We meet. The meet... Uh... Usually means nothing changes, or you can do a roll-off. It's sort of your call... 
Let's do a roll off. Roll off. Roll off. Okay, I'm okay. gonna. Uh, I'm gonna do a roll off with the uh, with the dice. That way you can see. Um, so this is gonna be a D. Is it just roll off, or are we adding modifiers? I thought uh, it, it would be this. It would be roll again. Same. Okay. Modifier All right. Something. Let's go again. Oh yeah. Oh. That's what I wanted to see. So that was essentially my first. Att- that was my first attack, technically. You can successfully shove Josh. however far shove is. Uh, yeah, you can. Sh- that's your first attack. If you have multiple attacks, you can shove multiple times. How far can you shove for that? Uh, I want to knock, right? knock her prone. I'm knocking her ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, for knocking prone. Hold on. I mean, it says it right there. I can knock oh, then. prone. Oh, well then. Good. I could either shove you back <laughs> or knock it prone. Well, there you go. Yeah, I, I just never use it for shoving anybody prone, so... So no that was... Cor- correct me if I'm wrong. The roll-off essentially redid that first roll. It yes. did not yeah. supplant a second one. It didn't okay. supplant a one. So that means I have three attacks left. One on the first one, and then I still have the full two of orange one right behind it. Oma, mm-hmm. get ready. Your ass is grass. All right. Uh, I get advantage on these attacks since you are prone. Yep. <laughs> All right. One okay. second before you roll. Am I in visual range of this door? Uh, I don't think so because you were sort of in the. I had said that you were sort of slightly above. Yep, that's the, the way the map I have is is the corridors don't line up neatly, so they're sort of staggered a little bit. So you wouldn't be able to look at all three. Sounds good. Okay. Um, I'm gonna roll. Uh, I get plus four to this spear attack. I roll the oh shoot, roll the five. So, uh, this first one, he knocks you prone, and he gets his spear in one hand, and he just, and you are able to just use your shield and block it, uh, and it skitters and uh, attaches itself into the ground. But then the orange one sort of stumbles in and, like, you know, kind of circles right around you. And it is going to take both of its attacks uh, to try and spear you. This is oh an interesting God. one. Technically, they'd be in each other's spaces still, right? Because they can't get by her. Because she uh, she's knocked prone, so I imagine that I would just need to consider this difficult terrain. That, or I can. I don't have it. an answer, so I will appease well, to that well, ruling. <laughs> well, if they walk past me, can I? And I imagine their- I can just sort of skirt around you and like get gonna, like directly behind you. No, I'm going to grab their ankles, man, and just. Just gnaw on them. If they get five feet away, I'm, I'm <laughs> going for them. Right. Uh, I rolled anywhere. a natural one on. I rolled a natural one on this attack. So, oh, uh, it, it, it goes, uh, this friend. this spear. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, the spear goes into attack, and it uh, just. Hits, uh, it, you are able to just sort of kick it. You kick him at the elbow, and the spear goes wide and just lands right on his friend's foot. And you just <laughs> hear the bullywug cry out in pain. Uh, he takes eight damage. Only two damage plus two, so that's a four. 
Uh, but he's like on death's door, so he's got like, he's like, oh, oh god. Uh, actually, no, this is a different one. I lied. This one hasn't been hurt yet. So, it's four damage to, I believe it was green. Okay, cool. Okay, this one is, it, it still lets out that uh, hit. Um, <laughs> it, it looks apologetically at its friend as it goes for its second attack. Which is an eight plus four. Oh my god. Oh wait, I get advantage. I haven't been rolling advantages. Okay, well, either way, so I rolled the, the two ones I just rolled would have counted as the first one, which both miss. So, but that's fine. I like that whole persona thing that I just did. I'm not changing that. So now I roll for advantage for this second attack. 15 on the die, 4 on the die. So 15 plus 4 is a 19. What's your AC? 18. Oh, God. I didn't blow this. I didn't blow this opportunity for me. Um, is that, okay. Hold on. Is that with your shield? No. No? Okay. I don't okay. think she has her shield out. She has her daggers out. Oh, no, I, I, I figured that. I was yeah. just trying to figure out... Uh, basically, I was just trying to make sure that you're still adding the bonus plus one that uh, Rosebud gives you. Oh. For what? Because I'm... Uh, I mean, I'm I, still meet, yeah, I still meet... I still meet the AC. Yeah. yeah. I meet oh, it. Yeah. Meet or beat. I was just... Oh. Right, right, right. I understand. So you yeah, take six points of damage. You take six points of damage as this creature uh, does manage to cut through your chainmail. It is now uh, Geth's turn. Uh, as Fireball. you you definitely hear it. If um, they weren't all around my enemies. <laughs> yeah. my allies. Do you have careful spell? <laughs> I don't have careful spell. I'm not oh, a no. spell spellbooker. <laughs> I'll right, come back turn. around the corner, and I see uh, Oma on the ground, and I believe we established that my telekinesis can't lift people. I think I can't like from a prone position. I can't quite recall if I were to do a five foot shove up. I don't think that can count as them standing up. Do we recall? I don't know. I don't uh, recall. I did I thought did you? We... I thought Pedro allowed that. Uh, maybe I, I mo- noted it in recall. the game mechanics did you, somewhere. Did you note it in the game mechanics? Uh, probably not. I'll just not bother with that for now. But uh, in the immediates, there's. I just want to make sure I'm imagining this right. We've got at the end of a hall, which is more than five feet wide, or only five feet wide. It's uh, it's more than five feet wide. So we have Lavender immediately there. We have Oma with two Bollywogs standing over her, essentially. Yes, and then you have the injured Bollywog behind them, and then you mm-hmm. have a, a fourth Bollywog behind that one, who hasn't moved yet. And if I were to telekinetically pull Oma so that she's not immediately... Actually, no, I won't bother doing that. She likes gnawing on ankles. Um... <laughs> yeah, she's got a hold of both her ankles. So she wouldn't go anywhere. <laughs> Okay, well, I will, in that case, um, look down and say, yes, exactly. <laughs> I will look down and say, okay, we should take care of this with haste. Uh, Vistianil, I guess is what I said. And I'm going to cast haste, haste using okay. a twin spell to give both 
uh, Lavender and Oma. Oh, oh, damn. oh my god. Lavender's gonna wreck shit. <laughs> Just gotta cross off my spell points here. One yes. Second. Cross off your mana. <clears throat> your spell okay, slots. Cross off there. And uh, so I. Uh, is this range? It is range, right? I haven't used this one before. 30 foot range. Yes. So I peek my head yeah, around the good. corner, point out. And uh, the sound of a, a rapidly spinning gear as if it's going around like a flywheel where there's a cord being pulled on it really quickly uh, starts filling the air as a buzz around both of them and then uh, mutes itself as they seem to get a little bit of a sheen. And, uh, you know, the, the passive stance while they're standing there doing their battle stance, they just get like twice as fast. <laughs> Love it. That's your uh, turn? I believe so. I will... Uh, you said there's a fourth one in the thing. I will telekinetically shove him back if he's able okay. to resist it. I need it's to make a DC flavor. 15, 15 strength, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Mostly I just like, a, shove him against the wall. I rolled a natural 20, so... Perfect. Wow, I'm going to change this die. It's too many 20s for me. No, don't. Yeah, Bullywug is just ripped. Just, <laughs> the telekinetic shove just happens. Just, this Bullywug is, like, is just like, the size of, of a barn. You see his pecs just sort of like flex up and down. And you see him just casually flex his, uh, you know, his arms. He says, like I'm not worried. <laughs> I'm not afraid. Bullywug. <laughs> Uh, and then I will pointedly get out of visual range uh, okay. so that they cannot see me. So you use up the corner. rest of your movement to sort of skip back behind that corner. Yep. All right. It is now Rosebud's turn. All right. Uh, you are on the other side of the great of the hall uh, by the left, co- by the, by the right corridor. Mm-hmm. FYI. Uh, how far are they away from me? Like, are they within 60 feet? Uh, yeah, I'll say they're okay. within 60 feet. The gr- the room itself is like 30 feet, and then, you know, the hallway is maybe like 25, 30. So okay. I'll say, yeah. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn and cast a whisper into my uh, holy symbol and cast uh, Shield of Faith as a bonus action on Oma, who is on the floor. Um, so basically smoke comes out from my incense burners and just flies towards Alma surrounding her and like little sparks are going off in the smoke okay. um, and then he's gonna he's gonna go right Rosebud's gonna go towards uh, Jewel and Tulip is gonna go left so uh, basically Tulip can only move 20 feet so he wouldn't be able to get there till next turn but Rosebud's gonna quickly run to see what the what was going on with Jewel because he has no idea what's in the room. He only saw Jewel just suddenly whip around the corner and something smack the wall. Okay. Uh, so, can he get all the way there? Yeah, uh, what's your movement speed? 30. You just make it to the door. Alright, uh... Then, if I could peek in, I'm going to cast Sacred Flame on the monkey. Okay, <laughs> uh, okay. I need to make a save, right? Yeah. I need to make a deck save. Um, now, this is a monkey. It is very fast. Pretty much the only thing it has going for it is dex. So, we'll see. I rolled a natural one. 
Okay, you're going in the dungeon, the <laughs> dice dungeon. All right, uh, this sacred flame just hits this monkey, and it just oh, oh, oh uh, as it lights up. Devin damned. Um, you know what? You barbecue that monkey. It's just a monkey. You barbecue this thing, and it just, it just falls dramatically uh, out the window and out of view. Does it happen to drop the key? No. <laughs> Actually, yes. It drops the key into the trowel, and the and you see it slowly sink into shit and feces. Oops. <laughs> The monkey just falls out the window. Okay. Yeah. I I was really banking on having a chase scene with this monkey, and you just come and roast it. I'm very disappointed. Sorry, Jewel. It was a reflex. <laughs> she kind of looks at him. Why do you think I'm gonna go get it? We'll get cats to get it later. <laughs> Alright, uh, that's your turn. The monkey is dead, so it's out of the turn order. <laughs> Jewel, uh, you said what you said, it's your turn. Well, just kind of like, she's like, you know, kind of excited, just like, hey, I can find a monkey. Oh, okay, never mind then. <laughs> he is gonna walk over, because she has no idea what's going on in the other hallway. Uh-huh. Probably just hearing some noises, so she's like, yeah, they probably got things under control. So she's gonna walk up, and she's gonna cast Mage Hand, and fish the key out of uh, the latrine with yeah, her mage hand. It sinks too deep. <laughs> this, uh, the mage, the, the hand just sort of looks at you uh, pathetically as uh, it, it's forced to uh, turn around and, and dig deep and you hear this sort of sick squishy sound. You do notice that the, the shit is recent. So that's something. Uh... <laughs> Uh, but you find this key, yeah, and you pull it out, and you sort of like uh-huh. flick, flick the feces off in a safe direction so it doesn't get on you. She, she's right. not taking the key from the mage hand. She's just, you know, the mage hand is like floating there with this key. She's like, <laughs> okay, well, I guess now we have a key. Not that I actually know what this key is supposed to go to. You okay, know, what's somewhere going on with the others. Have they found anything interesting? Somewhere in a dimension, like, in an alternate dimension, somebody is like, okay, so I go to pick the thing. What is in my hand? It's trying to play. <laughs> take it! Take it! <laughs> <laughs> yes, so now there is a floating icky key next to Jewel. I just kind of like looking at Rosebust and like, wait, why, why do you. Where are the others? Did they find something? Frog people attacking. Oh, okay. And she's gonna turn around, and yeah, the mage hand's gonna f- kind of float the key over next to Rosebud because it can move up to thirty feet in the turn. Okay. And then, but she's just gonna turn around and she's gonna zoom, zoom and run towards the others. Okay. So is uh. Uh, how? What's your movement speed? And you already use your action to cast mage hand, right? She has her uh, bonus action dash and her speed of 30, so 60 feet So 30 will, 30 will get you into the in, out of the hall and into the main room and then another 30 will get you to the very entrance of the right cord, or the left end corridor where they are at. And you'll still so have you still all your third action movements. You still have 30 <laughs> feet to go. Okay. She'll actually, she'll stop 
Like, she, she's not gonna, like, super speed right now. She's still trying to get a handle on, like, what is the situation. She doesn't want to jump in if there's, you know, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Okay. That, that'll just be the end of her. Alright, it is now the nearly... Oh, no, this one is not hurt at all. So this one uh, is behind him. This one will pick up the... will uh, take the spear that it had sort of lodged into the door, uh, take it out, uh, and then uh, go for Oma again, because... Well, again, but go for Oma for the first time, because I get advantage. So just gonna... I mean, it is is clogged. Uh, You are just flooded with uh, frog taint. Uh, oh god! Uh, you have a very clear view of these uh, bullywugs uh, just huddling yep. above you. Um, uh, I rolled a 17 on a die and an 18 on the die. So uh, that is my first attack is going to hit with a d8 plus 2. Uh, wait, hold up. What's the well, total? What's your AC? Oh, sorry. So I, rolled an, so I rolled twice. Wait, what? Oh, that's wait, right. You have no, no, uh... The, What's uh, the shield, shield of faith? Is only plus two, not not plus five. That's that's the other shield. Okay, oh. no, so I rolled an eighteen which is plus two. Is plus, oh, yeah. oh, oh that, my god! Oh god! So, so plus four. So, so plus, plus four. four. Eight, so plus well, four. so I get I get a plus four to attack, and I rolled an eighteen on my advantage roll. So I I meet your AC just I just meet your AC. So you need to roll eighteen. is what I'm hearing right now. Not, right, I need to roll yeah. at least an eighteen. And I God rolled damn. an 18 and a 17. I forgot that Ace gave you AC too. This is God. <laughs> this shit. is awful. I rolled a seven. I rolled an 18 on that second roll too. So I, I'm okay. So uh, I rolled a four. So that's six damage total for you, Oma. As this thing just quickly uh, goes in and it's going to try and spear you a second time. Um. I rolled a 9, boo, and then I rolled a 12, boo. Uh, you are just too fast for this thing. As it tries to hit you for that second time, uh, you quickly just sort of shuffle, uh, and it hits the ground next to you. Oh, my break and dance. It, <laughs> and it's just... Yeah. And it is going to use the rest of its turn movement to try and just get in front of Lavender. Uh, top of the round. I'm assuming it's the- not moving out of Oma's reach. No, it's moving sort of just beyond Oma. It's a clogged hall. It's a clogged hallway. It needs to move in order to get space. Um, it is now the nearly dead one's turn. This one is going to. Uh, this one is going to raise its head, and it's going to use um, Glarpat. The croaker sings a song of marshy doom. Each chosen creature within 30 feet of the croaker that can hear the song must make a DC 12 wisdom saving throw uh, or take uh, and then take 2d8 psychic damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. A creature that fails this saving throw also has disadvantage on con saving throws until the end of its next turn. Oh, dang. Was I close enough for that, even though I moved Uh, way out of the hall? You, I would say you are just. Because okay. I only would have moved 30 feet range in order to get that and then scurry back around. And then I don't you scurry back around. So yeah. I'd say you are out of range. Yeah. Uh, Oma and uh, so Lavender, and then possibly uh, Jewel. 
you did say that you... I did say that you ended within 30 feet of this... Of these bullywogs. I thought I'd move 30 more feet to listen up. Correct. Means I'm uh, not within 30 feet, right? Okay, well, then this creature moves 5 feet forward. <laughs> and then screams <laughs> it, at you. What a rude frog. Almost, does it move <laughs> no, out of Oma's range? This thing actually enters Oma's range now. These right, things so are on. packed like sardines. I need you, all three of you, to make DC 12 saving throws. Wisdom saves. I said wisdom. Yes. Yeah. Does so the Lavender... helping thing that Lavender gives do anything for saving? Yes, it does. Yes. For... Yeah. And plus you yeah. get a okay. plus. Well, yeah, you yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody who is near me. I still have to roll that d4. I still have to roll 2d6 and then you get... Or 2d8. Ooh, 2d8. I'm sorry, I thought it was 2d6. It's 2d8. Uh, and then half. So. <laughs> oh, Oma. Oma. oh yeah Oma you're getting the short end of the stick today Oof. except that she gets uh, do you also qualify for your aura of protection Oma? he does whenever you aura friendly oh, yeah, so, so that's an extra two throw. so that's six I'll seven eight ten. nine ten yeah ten. so still fails Lavender, have you rolled yet? Oh, I'm uh, gonna do it now. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, uh, yeah, a 19 plus. Uh, that's 22. So, all right. So that is a. Okay. So that is a uh, 14 points of damage, uh, halved. For everyone except Oma. So that's seven for you, Lavender, and seven for you, Jewel, and then fourteen for you, uh, Oma. Uh huh. That is its turn. Oma, you are in a tight position. You are basically you're in difficult terrain right now because there the person, are like four bullywugs. The person that's <laughs> over me, I am. I'm going to make a grab for it. They're and all as over I rise, you. Yeah, as I rise up, it's going to get grabbed and slammed down. Okay, so you're going to try and shove this thing to the ground, knock it prone? Um, Are you attempting to do damage, or yeah, I was just, just kind of thematical? Thematical, kind of like up with my oh, sword, okay. down, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Sorry, I, I didn't hear the sword part. So go ahead and roll... Uh, I need you to clarify which one this is. Uh, the one that uh, gave me the psychic damage. Is uh, that the name? one that gave you the psychic damage? That is, uh, 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 yeah, I'll say that you can attack this one. Okay. So, um, Oma, go ahead and roll for damage. Alright, um. Okay, Oma. As you, uh, go ahead and, and finish this thing. As you, uh... I, it, it's like I just burst up from, like, a, a mound of frogs. And one of them just goes <laughs> flying in two different pieces. Blood goes spraying everywhere. And you just see her standing up going, <laughs> Just, like, blood coating her as, as she just screams at the top of her lungs. 
like like frenzied and uh she is now a whirlwind of pain and suffering right. for them so i get another attack all right go for it this thing's croaks is just cut short as you just gut it right through the throat uh that one is going to miss however unless you have your emboldening bond roll yep. right does that work for attacks so yep. go ahead and roll emboldening actually i don't think it'll matter is it a d4 or d6 that's not gonna matter. You're not gonna hit it. Yeah. Yep. You needed a 15 to meet a AC. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you miss on that yeah, second one. More hasted action attack. If you oh do yes. You're st- action. All right. Yes. Your dumb haste action. <laughs> All right. So. Which I think oh, is only allowed to make a single weapon attack. Is how it's worded. Yeah. yeah. You can only yeah. make one more attack. You can't do a full action round. It's that's just correct. one more attack. I think that it actually specifies that as a. Uh, yeah, I, so think it, I think it does. Uh, I'll check the rules. It does. It specifically yeah, it's, it's says in the it. language. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Twenty-seven definitely hits. Which one are you attacking? There's the red one, the green, the green one, and the orange one left. Uh, the green one is the one that is hurt. The red one and the orange one have no damage to them whatsoever. So the orange one. Okay, so so you're gonna attack the orange one that is not hurt. Okay, you got uh, it. Correct. Uh, and I am going to uh, do a spell slot. Oh, to smite this, smite this frog. I'm gonna smite the frog. All right. Uh, that's go for it. Make him croak. Make him croak. What's that line that Storm does? Uh, what happens when a toad uh, gets struck by, by lightning? lightning. <laughs> the same thing as everything else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, roll for damage there. Uh, Alright. 27 deadly hits. Uh, sorry, hang on a sec. Uh, okay. uh, probably around 6, 630. 630. Uh, Greek chicken. The Greek chicken. The chicken that you I have orange chicken. Kebabs? Kebabs. Yeah. I was such a Maybe we can get some chicken gizzards too. Chicken? What? Chicken gizzards? Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> just trolls over here. Don't worry about it. Over. I mean, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So it's that plus. Uh... Plus your smite. Oh, good. Nice. <laughs> so that is 22 damage total to I, Orange. I, I still get a bonus action, right? Or yeah, you're not wasted your bonus action. Huh? Almost just a force of destruction. No, just, yes, I, you get the bonus. I, yeah, I still get my bonus action. So Yeah, you have not wasted your bonus action yet. Oh, You've okay, just okay. used up your actions and your hasted action. You still have your bonus action. Yeah, because... Uh, yeah, you're. I'm going to uh, cast it on my bonus bonus action. Yeah, so it's going to be two. D6 so the smite radiant. was your bonus action. So, so the smite was your bonus action. No, there's no. two different spells. two different ones. Talons are weird like that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Can... Okay. So this one is is I'm going to unleash the the god of uh, maniac gooses and then. <laughs> Uh, squawk, and the squawk is uh, the branding smite, which comes 2d6. 
With a mighty honk, she slays her enemies. Yes. <laughs> All right, extra five. Uh, you brought this thing down. It is looking hurt. It is suddenly very afraid. And then I look at all of the other ones that are still there, and just, I'm like, I think you made a bad mistake. And I just uh, kind of like, do a flick of my blood. Nice. Lavender, uh, you're up. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's gonna go for whichever ones look hurt, and if he can flank, he's gonna definitely do that. Hmm. Can you flank the orange one? No. I'm gonna oh, say no. you're having a hard time flanking, because it's just a wall of bodies uh, that are... If anything, it's a wall of bodies surrounding Oma, so maybe you can flank. Yeah, hold on. In my head, I'm picturing... Okay, yeah. I'll let you flank. Because Oma's like right in the middle. So, well, you have to be diagonal. <sighs> sure, I'll allow it. Because I'm a kind and benevolent DM. Appreciate it. Yeah, even though you're going to slaughter them. Because you have like eight attacks. <laughs> he doesn't double his attacks. So, 26 absolutely hits. So this one is the... Which one are you attacking? The orange or the green? Because they both have damage. Orange looks most hurt. Orange. Okay. Uh, go ahead and finish them. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna, they're, all, they're all distracted by Oma, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, he's going to do... I'm, I'm assuming I'm going to be able to attack more than one. Yeah, uh, th- that first hat with what is that? Twelve plus five that killed it. So he's gonna do like a, like a a whirlwind type thing, trying to take out as many of them. I love it. You just so your your astral projection blade dance just tornadoes its way through this uh, mound of frogs. Uh, as he finishes that one, the, the tornado spins to the next. All right, you just is slice it? right through it. Oh, that's sorry, that was not meant to be damage. That was supposed to be a roll. Oh, wait, that is damage? my roll. Uh, that no, is no, no, no. That is the roll. That is a... Uh, do you have anything to buff that? Do you have a bond? Oh, yes, it? I have the D4. Mm, it's not going to meet it. <laughs> you need a 15 AC anyways, so... That's all good, because I have you, the extra... You don't have any other... Thing. Sorry, go ahead. I have the, the additional attack and haste. Mm-hmm. Right, but I was talking about you don't have any buffs aside from your bond. Unless he no. can get flanking somewhere. Yeah. Uh, well, I already got advantage. So. Yeah, he already got advantage. I don't think okay. that adds to anything else. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that second attack, uh, the Bullywog just lifts up its spear and is able to just sort of uh, cast aside uh, the blade shot. Go ahead and for that third attack. There we go. 26 hits. Uh, it is this going to be the same one or is this going to be a different one? Well, did I finish the orange one or no? You finished the orange one, and then we'll say that the green one you tried to hit because you said you wanted to get the ones that are yeah. hurt. I'm going to go for the, that one. I'm going to go for the green one again. So you're going to go for the green one twice. Okay. Yeah. And so the blade just whips back around and cuts this thing uh, right in the arm, and it is not able to uh, protect itself this time for a full 
What is that? 13 damage. Is it still alive? It is still up. This thing is looking hurt. Because I am going to spend a key point for Flurry of Blows. Yay! (laughs) What was that? Not having eight attacks? I told you. Five five attacks. (laughs) All right, Flurry of Blow it. It's his features. 25. Where is he getting advantage from? I'm actually confused. Uh, he's oh, flanking he it. Oh, he is flanking. This is the yeah. flanking. Uh, I allowed the flanking. Uh, go ahead and finish this thing as you just cut through. I mean, Describe the, the world me. is going. He's, he's continuing to just spin around like a like a Beyblade. <laughs> you just cut through this thing and just gore is just scattering across the walls in like steaming piles. It is just a bloodbath. Oma, you are just covered in it. A lavender, you are just covered in it. There's three dead ones. The red one is just sitting there in shock. Uh, and I, I still have all, one more for the red one, so... All I can think of <laughs> yes. is... It's time to stop! <laughs> you <laughs> can't stop it! Whirlwind into this thing. Go ahead and roll for damage. You spin 14 right damage. Round, baby, right round. <laughs> God what damn it. I've created a monster. So for 18 <laughs> damage, you pretty much put this thing down at like half health. And even though my turn is ending, he's continuing to spin while he waits for his next turn. He's dancing. <laughs> okay, exactly. uh, this one, dead. This one, dead. So let's see. I think those were the ones that were up. Yeah, so now it's... Now it is uh, Geth's turn. From around the corner... I get a sense of balance in the world. And I take a step around, and then I see the chaos that has unfolded. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, what did I do? And I move in closer. Uh, and assuming that there's one left... Then there is. One very scared and hurt-looking uh, <laughs> bullywug. His knees are shaking. Oh, actually, no. This is the super buff one. Yeah. His knees are not shaking, <laughs> and he's like... That is okay. I will avenge my companions. Uh, and you see him just flex. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will. Can I get in? I... Again, theater of mind. How close can I get? Can I get within ten feet of this thing? Um, or is it too far back? I'll say the I bodies on the floor are acting as difficult terrain. Sounds uh, good. So you and it's a f- I... you. Your feet. You can only move thirty feet. Uh. Correct. I will not uh, try to move that okay. close. Then. Yeah, you, you wouldn't have been able to get um, to get to him. But for funsies, uh, I think is it thirty feet? Uh, I have too many things to click on. Uh, I will get within twenty-five feet of him and then try to pull him telekinetically closer for okay. fun. All uh, right. And then as the pull is happening, I don't know if it's going to actually make it through. I'm going to throw a ray of frost into him so it hits him harder. <laughs> Trying to close line him, essentially. Yeah, I rolled, close line I rolled him with a, a ray of frost. three on the die, so he gets uh, pushed forward. Uh, and then you just hit him with a ray of frost, which automatically hits. Well, that... it's a DC 17 saving okay. throw uh, for... D- Wisdom? I think so... It's not telling me in that description one second. Uh, it's a ranged attack, looks like. It says spell save DC 17. Wait, wait, maybe right I just come to this wrong one second. Yeah, a frigid beam of blue light 
streaks towards the creature, make a ranged spell attack against the target. Oh, okay, so okay. you need to get it's a 15. to do attacks. So okay. you need to roll a 15. Why isn't it? I'm going to have to fix that later, I guess. Okay, yeah, it's not doing it from here, so I'm going to try from just, here, right yeah. across. There we go. I just did it in the wrong spot. Alright, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Seven cold damage. Uh, so it gets pushed into this ray of frost, and it's just like getting hit by like a snow a snowblower machine. Just yep. you see, just like icicles form on its on its little flabby fingers, and, and it's not having a fun time. And that'll be my turn. All right, uh, Rosebud, you're up. Rosebud uh, briefly contemplates grabbing the key and decides not to. <laughs> Because uh, of where it's been, uh, before rushing out the hallway, he can see uh, there's one bullywug left. Yes, it is Arnold Schwarzenegger bullywug. It is looking very distraught. It is perhaps muscle does not solve every problem. Guiding bolt at first level. Okay, <laughs> You hit. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Alright. Roll damage. I just want to let you know, this thing has 8 HP left. 17 damage. <laughs> As it says, perhaps muscle does not solve every problem. It just gets lambasted <laughs> in this bright energy and just falls over like a, like a, like a log, like a tree that is being felled and just slams into the ground. Doosh. Dead. Rosebud's just a finishing blow. <laughs> Rosebud looks just as surprised. First, the monkey now this. It's definitely your day, Josh. <laughs> I feel like every time Rosebud throws out an attack, he does not expect it. <laughs> You're getting better. Alright, y'all. Uh, what do you do now? Well, the Bullywugs are dead. Uh, Bullywugs like running over to try to help, and this guiding bolt just like flashes past her head and kills the last one. She kind of just like she skids to a stop next to like Oma, who's laying on the ground covered in gore. She's like, "Oh, did I miss it?" Oma's actually standing, and they have approximately oh, seven rounds of double speed still. <laughs> Zoom! Go throughout the house! Go, go, go! <laughs> Might as well. We made a lot of noise. Start storming the rooms. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've definitely made a Oh, Vidal oh, just stands dumbstruck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. That was that was amazing. Have a now key. The... Rosebud and I, there was a monkey with a key. And uh, Rosebud has the key. Rosebud, do you have the key? Ah... Uh... I could get the key. Looks at him like you left the key. It was dirty. <laughs> uh, but seriously, eyes. we've made a lot of noise. We should uh, search the building yeah. quickly. Yeah, you see Oma just going to the next door, uh, opening it up. Just boom! Down so, goes another door. So <laughs> there are the there's basically doors to your right and to your left, and then you didn't actually go into the room that the bullywugs were in. This was all just a very vicious whirlwind in the hallway there. 
Um, well, I'm going to open. We're one looking of the for humans or other dangers. So I I go to a door uh, that's not closed. Which, which one? I I need to know which one. Uh, right. The right door. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you hit um this right door. Oh, drop that. Okay, so you find yourself uh, in a room that seemed to have once been an office. There is shelving on the wall, most of which is still attached. There are a handful of books strewn about the room with years written on the label. One with a binder that reads contracts. And there's a single broken desk with a creaky old chair tossed on its side. Okay, I, 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 I'm like, I open the door like, no creature? Fine. And then I'm like, I'll, I'll go to the next one and open the door and <laughs> on, onto that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, we're blasting through it. Um, we're using you... up the rest of that haste. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a good move. Um, the amount, okay, so you open up and you just see what looks to be a storage room. Uh, there are crates and barrels, uh, stacked up, uh, alongside the wall. There's a partially broken, there's partially broken rigs stacked atop one another, uh, barrels with damp sort of rot, rots, with damp rot kind of odors the room. Uh, in the center of the room, there is a desk with three drawers. Two of them are pulled open, and the third is closed. Okay, but you, you see, don't seem you, to notice any. Yeah, person. you just hear her go. Nothing in here. Okay, <laughs> she goes okay. in front. Of, so, so like, I would say like she's there's the room kind of that like... the bullywugs came out of. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything left in that room? Uh, okay, alive. let's get to it. Uh, you I see mean, that there's. One, there's nothing alive, but would you like me to describe the room? Sure. Okay. There's one log, There's one long window that garners a healthy swath of moonlight uh, for this uh, large room that takes up essentially the entirety of the rest of this. Uh, it opens up into a, the size of what is essentially two rooms. Um, there's a door on the north wall that leads to a small patio. Paving is cracked and overrun with weeds. This room is filled with chairs, most of which are usable. And there's a dusty table with a box of dominoes in the middle. Uh, in the southern corner, there is a small shelving unit, but it is bare. So then, then she uh, goes. I'll say her. that. Yeah, she's just going to turn around and go. Okay, so there's nothing left in it. <laughs> she yeah. just kind of like goes forward. Right. And she goes. I I'm not going to move. Or a bit. So, so you get a point of exhaustion, right? No, no. It's uh, I don't think it is. Turn of, uh, no, yeah, I, it's like you, you can't move. lose a turn. Okay, yeah. gotcha. That's what so is. out of combat. Um, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really do much. So what uh, are the rest of you guys doing as this whirlwind of action? That well, uh, essentially, I was going to do the same thing: was start looking through whatever doors we haven't opened. Just I'm literally yeah. just looking for movement and people at this point. So you're okay. So you're just oh, going quick, bam, bam, yeah. bam, because yeah. we made a lot of noise. Okay, I'll join That's up with Gath with whatever he's doing. And yeah, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. That's perfectly fine. Okay, 
assuming with Lavender while he's still jittery. Oh yeah, <laughs> go forth, Lavender. There's uh, yeah. uh, so- which, whichever door Geth takes, uh, I think Lavender will take the other door. All right, so the trio of us are heading. Are we doing the stairs up to the balcony? Like, uh, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. There is still the northern corridor. Northern that corridor. You have not checked. And then there is the stairwell up to the balcony. All right. Go, 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 go. Okay, all right. You guys just run through. You, uh, <laughs> you did say that there was new doors in the Bollywog room, didn't you, as well? Uh, it's a door that leads to a patio. Oh, patio door. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you guys are just blasting through. Uh, uh, okay. Um, I'm just going to play a different kind of music because you guys are just plowing through. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, the intent of playing through was them. to immediately see if there is literally like anyone in the immediate rooms. Because we made a lot of noise, like that's that's all that I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to yeah. go in the rooms or anything. I totally understand what you're what okay. you're trying to do. Okay. Why aren't you playing music? Rhythm. Why do you betray us? Rhythm. Leave. Leave. Rhythm. Okay. Now join rhythm. <laughs> now play like rhythm. Messages. There. Sing for me. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. All right. Well. We're just going to lean into this. Uh, all right. So, if, uh, if you're... Sorry, if we're going up the corridor, maybe, Jewel, do you want to come with Rosebud and we'll check the balcony? Yeah, okay. As soon as she's retrieved the key and pressed the digitation to clean before she touches it... So you guys will... you guys are, are running up the balcony. <laughs> you are judge you, me, you but you clean the key, too. I okay. wasn't judging. You're the one who knocked it into the ways. So I was just like, oh, you should have gotten it. <laughs> one could say that was divine intervention that knocked it into the ways. Because <laughs> I might have ruined a chase scene. <laughs> Alright. Uh, you guys head up the balcony. Um, Lavender. Uh, and yes, you bust open to the nearest room in the, in the front corridor. Um, which is what looks to be so you what you see there are no people uh would you like me to describe the room or do i just move on i would because you're not checking anything you're looking for people and then you're moving on okay you bust into that one nobody you run in uh to the next one uh there are some frogs uh on the floor uh and there's some graffiti on the wall but there is nobody we're talking normal fro- frogs, Quick, right? punch the frogs. <laughs> you run up and punch the frogs. <laughs> and then you just run the room out of the room. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like in the minute roughly after the fight ended, there's no one on this floor level. Uh, you still have two more rooms in this to go for. Uh, is it on... So on the right entry here where the monkey flung the poop, it's on that, that way? No, sorry. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. You're trying to make a map out of this, aren't you? I'm trying to make a little bit of one. (laughs) Okay, let me see your map. No, you're not in that hallway. You're in the you're in the front hall corridor here. One here, and there's two. And there was a door on your left and your right. The Ah, one on your right was the first one, and so it's slightly closer to the bottom. And the one on your left is is slightly further up. 
and then directly here it makes a, a right angle turn and then oh. so right here is another door uh, and then there's another door at the end of this right angle turn <laughs> so uh, you run up to this room and there is uh, nobody I'm just ripping up my descriptions here well, we're gonna get uh, descriptions. We're gonna we're check just all. <laughs> right, check I know, I know. You don't, you don't see anyone. Uh, you run into the room and you desperately just look around. Uh, and there's another one, and it, there's a small room, and you just kick the door open, and it's just a, it, it's just nobody in there. It's, okay, and this is this color, and you just run back out. Uh, and then a lavender, just like an animal, just runs into the hallway with his hands up, raised like a monkey, and he just kicks that door open, and at least. <laughs> The final door, all the way uh, over here at the at the end of that right angle turn, just leads to the outside world, and you just see a crisp monkey. You look around, and you just see a crisp dead monkey, just smoking. Uh, <laughs> that's all you see. Punch it. So we're at a stage where we've not found these people in this area. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. But as this is going on. Uh, Leah, excuse me, Jewel, uh, Rosebud, you are just desperately just running uh, around the hall. You have uh, an option here. Um, you have an option here. Uh, the the corridor cuts straight across. The, the balcony cuts straight across to another corridor. Or you can go directly to your right. What do you do? Do you just... Sorry, he... I'm, I couldn't picture that. Can you say that again? Sorry. Okay, you go up the stairs. Okay, it leads to the second floor. Uh, directly to your right is it's essentially one long corridor. Directly to your right is a corridor with um, it looks like uh, there are there are two doors, and then you have to go across the balcony. And then through uh, the other half of the corridor, which is all the way on the other side. And there are another two doors over there. A total of four? For a total Uh, of four rooms. Do you guys want to split up? Yeah. Okay. Who takes left? Who takes right? I'll go right. Okay. Uh, Josh, or excuse me, Rosebud, uh, you run off and kick the door open. Leah, as you cross the balcony, I need you to make a deck save as... Uh, the um, floor just gives out because oh, it's God, old I'm and rotted wood. Oh, glad I went right. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, without a problem. Oh, her, oh, no, she passed. Y- yeah, you pass. Uh, Jewel, you fall to the floor, uh, except you grab on to the uh, balcony, you know, ceiling beams, and you just sort of like flip right back up into like a somersault. And you just, like, land, essentially like a cat, just sort of perched uh, on the balcony railing. And you're like, woof, that could have been bad. As the rest of you just see the ground kind of, like, full of dust and and caved-in wooden panels. That was the path to the left? That was the path to the left. Now, if any of you guys ever want to make it back to the path to the left, you are going to need to have to jump. You're gonna make you're gonna need to make acrobatics or athletics to jump across. Um, Rosebud, yep. You try the first door. Okay. Boom. Nothing's in it. All right. You try the second door. 
boom. Nothing's in it. No, but no. Oh. Actually, there's a trio of crows uh, uh, perched atop an open window. They look eagle and they're like, "Slow down, buddy." Uh, and that's it. <laughs> now we're moving on. He almost sacred flames, but he holds himself back. <laughs> uh, Joel, you run off uh, to this second room, uh, and you uh, don't see anyone. Uh, and then you try the second you, you, excuse me, the first room you try there's nobody. Second room you try, it's locked. Ooh, hey. Use her, her thieves tools. I try and pick it. Or you can try the key. Oh, that's right. She has a key. We'll try the key. I mean, is anything really locked when we have a, a, a rogue with us? I know. I mean, well, like, you her know. first instinct is, oh, hey, I can probably get this. And then, then she, like, looks down at the key. She's like, oh, yeah, I have this. Okay. I guess there was really no reason to ever chase the monkey, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you guys took the bait anyways. Uh, <laughs> oh. oh, you got us there. Uh, <laughs> as the door creaks open, the smell of copper hits your nose immediately. Jewel of the mountain. Hanging upside down from a meat hook in the center of the room is a bloody woman. Her arms are bound together and there's a gag in her mouth. Her eyes are closed and she is unmoving. On the floor underneath her is a man also in a similar state. Except he is not hung, he is simply laying there unmoving. Those are the only people that you see. It's probably gonna holler, I've got a person, but they look hurt! And she's gonna run over to the lady and see if she's, like, breathing. Uh, go ahead and make a medicine check for me. Good luck, Jewel. Uh, with a ten, you you can tell she's breathing. She looks real bad, though. Alright. Uh, in the hallway, I guess I'm gonna try to jump the balcony. (laughs) Okay, go ahead and make an acrobatics and athletics. the broken stuff go down below to the first floor? Correct, yes. Yeah, you make it with a 10. Oh, thank you God. You're able to just jump through, uh, and you hit the other side, and you tumble a little bit, but you catch yourself. All right, getting in there quick, uh, which one looks worse off? Uh, make a medicine check. I'm good at those. 17. Uh, Technically, woman... does your bonus help as well? My bonus? Yeah, does the helping hand or whatever still? Oh occur? no, I don't. Uh, I didn't get it. I didn't get the embracing bond thing. Oh, my mistake. You're saying Pedro? Uh, the the man is dead. All right, the woman then I'm just it's alive, and you think, well, the man is worse off for wear, but obviously, I could heal the woman. Yeah, so I'm gonna run up and I'm gonna cast first level cure wounds on the woman. Okay. Uh, woman... Wait, wait, wait. We should take her off the meat hooks first. <laughs> the woman cries out in agony if she wakes up on meat hooks. Uh, <laughs> no. She's not, like, on the meat hook. Her, like, her, like, you know, bound is, like, hung up on the meat hook. It's not like, like, it's not like her skin is oh, okay. you know, on the meat hook. Alright, then I, I heal her for nine. Uh, and then immediately cast message to uh, Geth downstairs to let him know what's going on. As Lavender and I have just finished rushing around and I'm getting the 
smell of burnt fur and uh, and fecal matter on that monkey. Uh, I'm like, okay, well, I don't think there's any other dangers. What's that? Sorry, what was that, Rosebud? Huh? There's a dead man and a mostly dead woman up here. Please come help. Uh, I guess we'll come over. Mostly dead. Mostly. Yeah. I, 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 um, I'll like tell... walk in up there. You're walking up. I'll tell, uh, Vidal, who we've basically in the last minute and a half, two minutes, like, paced the joint as fast as we could. Mm, be like, sure. I can't see anyone. Uh, you may as well light up a torch so you're not in the dark. Okay. Chasing the joint without actually discovering much. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, that's okay. You guys were just looking for bodies. I get it. Looking for enemies. Haste is an expensive spell, okay? I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I totally get it. Uh, he lights up a torch. I can see! Also, you, uh, uh, Deanne, you have the Shield of Faith for the next ten minutes. Or I guess nine minutes now. Well, that will help, because she's kind of moseying, and not necessarily going really fast. <laughs> she's, uh, she's just chilling, you know? She's taking a slow meander. Every once in a while you see her just kind of stop and just... Ah. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then just keep going. I'll make my way up past all the broken pieces of balcony, looking up. You, well, don't you don't just get to make your way past it. You have to you have to roll. Don't try I'll, and sneak I'll go around through. the front to, to the front door instead of going over the sneaky, crunchy things. Because <laughs> you said that there's an exit, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you're on the first floor. Yeah. I thought you oh, said that I get what you're saying. You're you, instead of going there. around the debris from the fallen balcony. Yeah. Okay, yes. Instead of okay. Okay. Cool. You uh leave and then you kind of take the long way around. Yep. Yeah. I kind okay, of what's, look, at, what's... look at the gap and I'm I'm like, "Oh." And then I <laughs> make my make my attempt. All right, you got to be to 10. Which means I think you have to roll like a 1. Because <laughs> you have like a plus eight or nine. Oh, I thought oh, that was so close <laughs> to a one. I got so excited. <laughs> you barely I even sh- break a sweat. It would have been funny though. <laughs> just she just hits along the side, just kind of slides <laughs> down. <laughs> um. Oma, I'm assuming you rush over or well, you leisurely walk over to uh, everyone else. Okay. Uh, I guess Vidal's got to make the jump. Vidal rolled a natural 20. What a waste. Uh, <laughs> Just a glorious, like, <laughs> like, you know, that uh, prance the <laughs> ballerinas do? Yeah. He just, like, pirouettes or pirouettes. Pirouette? Pirouettes. Uh, around uh, in a in a graceful display of athleticism, uh, and a round of applause just materializes, and roses are thrown from the balcony. Um, and he says, "Thank you, thank you," and he moves on. Uh, Lavender, what are you doing? 
Is is there any other unchecked areas? Uh, I mean, they're all unchecked technically. <laughs> Just uh, no, nothing with like people in them. No life. There's no life. You have you have scouted all of the rooms uh, rapidly, um, and uh, for life, and you have not found any. Uh, I feel like he would just kind of help tend to uh, the injured woman. Okay, um, then I need you to make an athletics check if you're going to hop over the balcony. Yeah. Oh, advantage? that should not be... No, that oh, should be Oh boy, your ass got a nine. So you're, <laughs> you're on the emboldening bond? Oh, yes. He's oh, okay. Bond. All right, all right. Let's see. <laughs> Support buffs say there you oh, go. Got one, which is, I mean, the ten, ten was 10. it. So <laughs> you struggle there uh, as you as you go to jump, Lavender. Uh, the weight uh, of the edge kind of gives out again, uh, and um, this part of the balcony that you're directly standing on sort of uh, collapses again, and you are able to just sort of jump over and 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 sort of stumble onto the other side. But now the gap is longer. I have just upped the DC to 13. Oh, no. And then Geth rolls his way, who took the long way around. <laughs> and I'm going to look up. Is there any, like, ceiling beams? What's the roof? Uh, it's a high extended, you know, like a work uh, work factory type roof. You know, so it's up there. Um, but there's, like, ceiling beams that you can try and grab onto. Yeah. Uh, well, what I'm actually going to do is pull out my rope and use Mage Hand to tie it. And then swing across on my rope. All right. Well, don't even worry about the DC check then, uh, as you casually uh, fly the rope. Uh, yeah, as you uh, try and get the rope over, and you tie it. You make a rope swing, and you just rope across. And then I'll tie it off on the other end to some piece of the floor or something, assuming there's jagged pieces. So yeah, that you got it. We can grab it later. Okay. And I'll come in. Uh, sometime during all this. Uh... Rosebud would have tried to get Jules' help to sort of take her down off the meat hook and get her a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, Jules will help him. All right, yeah, this woman is unconscious. She is out, like a light. Even with my Healy spell? I mean, she's unconscious, bro. She's not dying. But that doesn't mean she's not, like, tired and wants to sleep. Come on, don't be lazy. Wake up here. Wake up, smack. <laughs> do, you, do you, like, shake her awake? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to investigate the room and try to see if there's any evidence of why they were essentially being tortured from what we can see. Uh, if there's any sort of, like, ritualistic sacrifice things or if there's some kind of note or other information when I approach the room. Oh, very nice of you, Josh. Uh, so, uh, on the western wall is a set of chairs pushed into a circular table. On the top of that table is a kit of bloody instruments, a red-stained cloth, and the partial imprint of a hand. On the eastern wall is a standing wardrobe, dresser, door shut, laden with dust. Can you hear me? Yep. Hello? Okay. Yep. I heard that. 
So wardrobe check, tools that look like torture implements check uh, on a table, and nothing else evident. Should I investigate? I don't know. Roll an investigation check. This is just stuff that you see immediately. Yeah. What was that, Uh, Jules? The the wardrobe is like uh, rusted with dust. Like it doesn't seem like it's been used. Make an investigation check for that answer. I'm going to use my thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Wow, I've needed to use this a lot. I am getting low on all my resources. May, may I say, maybe you should invest in the luck feat. Yes. <laughs> oh, dang. Um, I don't think from, I could do it a third time. I think right. I have to take it. So from what you can tell, Geth, I mean, this thing doesn't look like it's been opened. It, it's laden with dust. I was actually investigating like the torture implements, trying to figure oh, out. Sorry, like, uh, yeah, I'm, those are torture implements. Okay. They certainly are. And I think Jewel is doing the dust. <laughs> okay, so then Jewel, then you need to roll an investigation check for me. Yeah, you can't garner anything other than like, oof, must have hurt. Uh, Jewel, this thing does absolutely look like it's been opened recently. Okay, <laughs> she's gonna go over there are, like, and prints. Yeah, she'll take a look at it, and then she's going to... Can she check it for any kind of, like, traps or anything? Uh, that's a... Yeah, you could check for traps. Isn't that, like, a trap? Isn't that a thing? I don't know. I don't think there's... I think it's just part of investigation. Deanne? Resident Blink? Do you re- do you recall? For, uh... It's not like... Isn't it, like, sleight of hand? That's what Deanne, I... Deanne, I can't see you talking. To. I see your... I see your thing lighting up. Hello? Can you hear me? There you are. Yeah, okay. we hear you now. We can yeah. now, yeah. Um, if she's trying to sable stuff, it would be a uh, uh, sleight of hand. If but if she's looking just looking... Them, oh, but she's trying to detect traps. That's investigation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. investigation with a 20. Oh, wait. So want a oh, separate one for no no we'll say we'll roll that in. Um, you don't see any traps. I know I okay. said that very nervously, yeah. but <laughs> but you don't see it. But Jewel of the Mountain doesn't see any traps. <laughs> okay, then she's gonna try and pick it open. Uh, it is unlocked. Oh, okay. So you just, then she's going to open it. You open the dresser, uh, and you see that it feeds into a wall. And that there is a ladder that descends down into the dark. Got a pathway here, guys. Should we follow this? I believe If the that. woman is secure. Doesn't anyone know who the man was? This was not the man we were searching for, was it? No, it is not the gentleman you're searching for. Uh, Vidal walks into the room, um, and he is just as surprised as you are. Do you know the woman? Do you recognize her at all? I rolled a 19. Uh, so he says yes. He does recognize her. He says, 
this is, I've, I've seen her before. She's, she's a jaguar. She's one of us. Then we need to get her back to base. Yes? Uh, yes, that seems smart. Perhaps I can go and take her? I'll look yes. at the others. Yes, that would be fine in the dark, yes. Makes the most the sense. Shrugs. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> and he uh, he sort of like makes like a sling, you know, like a baby Bjorn, you know, uh, and he sort of like puts him puts her like on you know on on her on his back, and then he like settles her in with like a baby Bjorn. Uh, and the woman, she's just sort of grunting, you know, the whole time, uh, you know, just sort of unconsciously. She was, it, it, she's very much hurt. You could tell that she's going to be out of it for a while. Well, he's leaving. I'll say, well, we made too much noise. It's only been a few minutes, but uh, we should probably investigate this first before going back and casing the rest of the place. He says, be safe out there. Uh, That is... uh, Dressers don't just go into walls for no reason. Yes. I have a bad feeling. I'll just nods. There may be others. He takes it leave. He Joel says, immediately climbs down. <laughs> Joel, wait. <Okay. laughs> Rosebud scrambling after Joel. <laughs> okay. Oh, hang on, buddy. I get to put in music again. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, sorry. I mean, you guys, I can not do any music. Do you mind? The music? No, nope, you... not at all. I like the music. I, I, do you want it? Yeah. Do you not like it? I really like it. Okay. It adds it adds a lot for me, personally. It's flair. Yep. So. Let me look at my notes. Well, but I do want to ask, um, where is everybody at time-wise? Is this a good spot to stop for the day? Oh, yeah, that's true. I think it might yeah. be a good spot to stop. Because it's going on yeah. 4 p.m. our time. Okay, um, yes. Yeah, okay. I gotta feed people. Yeah, I totally get it. Uh, so yeah, as you guys uh, descend uh, down into the darkness, uh, that is where we will uh, end the session. Nice. All right. Nice, nice job, nice. guys. I cannot get over how much ass you and Lavender whooped. <laughs> right? Holy was, cow. <laughs> well, I mean, also, too, it was just like a, like, it, we we were like, oh, we're going to go in there. We're going to plan on blah, blah, blah. And, and we just, we, we fall on our ass. We get beaten 